You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Smooth, man. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Velvety. Yeah. This is a show that happens twice a week. Good God. Where two old guys Shit. play old games. You are bringing it. We are back to playing an old video game. You kind of slipped into Alabama Lawyer just a little bit. We are all, all back <laughs> to playing, I said, I said, an old video game. As he beads of sweat forming <laughs> on your brow. <laughs> Can um let's choose characters that we'll do for this entire episode. You can be anybody that John Goodman has played. Oh man. <laughs> if Ooh. I had, if I had to choose, I would say Cyclops from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. The man first thing popped into my head too. <laughs> All right, well you gotta do it. So I guess I feel- I'll be that that uh short short lived sitcom where he played a gay dad. What? Yeah. What was that? I don't remember. I remember that. seeing previous Roseanne. 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 It turns out it was all a dream, and Dan was gay all along. Have you heard they're bringing that back? No. Yeah, Melissa told me that she heard that the other day that they're bringing Roseanne. Back? Bringing Roseanne back. Is Dan going to be a zombie? That that was awesome. Because <laughs> I was just looked at it, I was like, I mean, I guess that they ignore the whole last season. I would, but weird. Yeah, okay. I mean, because uh, what's his Ernest? Um, James uh, Varney. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dead too. So Jackie's prince husband also is in the God, picture. God, I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hmm. What well, do we do? We are <laughs> we are back to playing down through Digital Trends top twenty five Sega Genesis games. Yeah. This week, mm. Josh and Nicole uh, they were available yesterday, but I wasn't. They're not available today. So they pulled a James Barney too. and went and died and on us. They just died. <laughs> but you know what? We're <laughs> cheerful anyway. We're gonna do this show. We got a soldier on. Uh, if you want to send flowers, the PO box, uh, we have one. I don't Nicole, know what it is. from all the shit, horrible shit Nicole gets in that PO box. She might like some flowers. Yeah, that's not a bad so idea. It doesn't look like she's really weird from all the shit that she picks up at the post office. She is. Has she said on the show that she does not like to go to the counter? Yeah, anymore? she said. Yeah, <laughs> that she does not like going because of the weird postcards. <laughs> um. I mean, so yeah, someone should give her flowers, not us. No, no, Mm-mm. flowers are expensive. Yeah, we give her money for the PO box, right? So. <laughs> Thanks, Patreon. Yeah. Let's see. So Shining Force is... A video game. Digital twin, twin digital Trends fourth ranked. It is. We're getting close to the game. end. We are. Yeah. The next three games are going to feel like a fucking breeze compared to the 57 hours that I put into Shining Force <laughs> 2. That's about what I put in as well. That's, that is... 17 more hours than I expected this game to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. I And I even thought that 40 hours was going to be kind of the max. I was like, this game will pro- maybe max out at 40 hours. I was like, have you heard of the site howlongtobeat.com? Yep. How long to beat? I think the average time for Shining Force 2, I, I'm not looking at it right now, but I swear it was like 32 hours or something like that. Ooh, maybe if you, I mean, if you know what you're doing, but... I, I feel like the people that submit times on how long to beat... 
are just like either super good at the games mm-hmm. that they're saying that they're playing or they're all fucking liars because I've never yeah. completed a game like at the average time. Maybe <laughs> I'm just a I'm just a slow gamer. Well, it can't be the, their first time through the game when they when can't they make be. that time. But before we delve into Shining Force 2, part 2. Part 2. There is a part 1 if you want to listen yeah. to it. Just, <laughs> it's in between all the Call of Cthulhu. Right. Just scour <laughs> the internet, you'll find it. We have this package. Look at that. From Pinball Archmage, Flagbearer. Listen to our Patreon episode coming out Friday. Standard Bearer. Standard Bearer. <laughs> Chris Edler. Dear Tadpog, on a recent trip to the Hit and Run gas station, I was greeted by a new flavor of wrap snacks. Mmm. John Goodman flavored rat, rat snacks. <laughs> I said rat snacks. Let's go with that. John Goodman flavored rat, rat snacks. snacks. <laughs> this rat tastes like John Goodman. <laughs> what we've done is we've discovered a way to take John Goodman in a lab, cut off slivers of skin like bologna, and turn them into rats. We kill those rats and we put them in bags, <laughs> put them in chip bags, and sell them it. Cheaper than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> that is the universal sign. It's time to send a package to Paducah. Fuck yes. There are three other chips in addition to the wrap snacks. The Rap, hers snacks. and Grappino's chips were given to me by a friend. We found them on a trip to Cleveland. Ooh. Drew Carey gave them to Chris Edler, mm. I hear. Legend oh, tells. Yeah. The Pac-Wee ghost, uh, ghost pepper chips. Oh, nice. I found at the gas station outside Chicago. I cannot recall if you've had them before, so I'm sending them just to be safe. Say hello to taquitos.net for me. <laughs> Pinball Archmage, Chris. Well, that sounds like a request. Hell yes. While you work on getting those chips out of that box, I'm going to go to taquitos.net. So much newspaper to read. Yeah, what you got? Got any good headlines? Let's see. The first thing I'm pulling out are Hare's Kettle Cooked Ranch Flavored Lattice Cut Chips. Oh, man. I do like Hare's. Or it's 2017. It's Hers. Oh, right. Sorry for my microaggression. <laughs> I, di- I didn't mean to assume gender on these bag- this bag of chips. All right. You ready? This looks like a this looks like a an anemic um Chick-fil-A french fry. <laughs> this looks looks good. I All got right. I got three of these bad boys. <laughs> they're good. That's nice. It's weird because they're lattice cut. Hi, I'm gonna talk with my Hi, I'm Dave. I'm gonna talk mm-hmm. with food mm-hmm. in my mouth. It's weird because they are like greasy. Mm-hmm. But they're lattice cut, so it's weird because it's like they're they're greasy, but they feel light they're at the same time. Crunchy. Uh huh. All right. Oh, oh, this looks good. Grappinos cheddar and horseradish. Is it, what is that? Grappinos. Grappinos or grippos. Grippos. Right. Grippos. Okay. Because I was Grippo. Because <laughs> I saw I saw the logo. And I was like, there. Uh, it's just a bag <laughs> of chips. Grappinos. Capiche. <laughs> One of these, I got high hopes for this chip. Grippos are amazing. Their barbecue chips are the best mm-hmm. barbecue chips. Mm. All right, these are Grippos cheddar and horseradish. Yeah. Okay, wavy potato chips. That's nice, man. That's good. a good chip. Yeah, that's a good chip. Yep, man. Yeah, I get the horseradish immediately, immediately. and then I get the cheddar. That's good. That's nice. That's the one I'm going to look up on taquitos.net. Maybe. Here are the wrap snacks. Wrap snacks wavy. Fabulous New York deli cheddar. Designed. Who's the rapper? Mansell? Yeah, I know him. Okay. He does our intro song. Moves by Mansell. <laughs> wait, you mean. Wait, 
Mansell? I think you're reading Sycamore Drive wrong. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, let's see. Fabulous New York Deli Cheddar. Okay. Okay. This is not going to be as good as the Gravos. Nope. Sweet. Very sweet. You know, your sugary cheese. I don't like these. Nope. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. mm -mm. They're like barbecue chips, but without the barbecue and just the sweet. Yeah. I mean, the only the only cheese I like to be sweet is brie. If I'm if it's baked and I'm putting it on bread. Other than that, no, thank you, sweet cheese. You know what I have to say to your criticism? Yeah. Stop trying to skip the struggle. <laughs> that's where character is built. This is a this is an inspirational quote that's on the back of this bag of chips. And the last bag, I believe Mike has sent to us before. Yeah. And they're really the, good. The so chips. I'm gonna open up and try these yeah. again. Melissa will be excited that these are back. Yeah, these are good. It's been a long time. I want their $5 super spicy chip. Yes. But I haven't been able to find them. Mm-mm. And they tricked me into signing on to the, <laughs> signing up to their <laughs> mailing list. for like, oh, yeah, we'll send you an email when they're in. I've been on that motherfucker. I was on that for like a year. <laughs> Never got a notification yep. that they were in. But what I did get was like a weekly thing saying, hey, we also have these other chips you don't really give a shit about. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Sorry, Pecky Haunted <laughs> Ghost Pepper Chips. Yeah, these are good. Those and the horseradish chips. Horseradish chips are the winner. Yeah. I'm going to be eating those horseradish chips throughout the show. Just okay. just a heads up. I do. Everyone in my house makes fun of me for the amount of... Okay, there's something else in here. Wait, wait. What do they make fun of you for? Look at that. It's a Celica. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little baby Celica. The Tadpog, Tyler, and Dave. <laughs> nice. I will bring back the Instagram. Put that on there. <laughs> nice. Um, is this... Oh, there's also like a little squash bug on the bottom. Or something. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, Chris. That's my favorite part. This is awesome. Yep. Yep. This looks just like this. This tiny version of my car looks better than my car. <laughs> Mine is actually pink now and peeling like a grapefruit. Uh, and is missing the d- part of the door handle <laughs> uh, and the dome light. Still looks good. Still good. You got you got an auxiliary cord in it though. That's right. Yep. I, I installed that motherfucker myself. <laughs> I'll have you know. I'm the Ron Swanson of cars, they call me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. It's true. Yeah. Everybody got yeah. that. That was my that was my senior superlative. <laughs> Favorite Ron Swanson of cars. Yeah, no one knew what it meant in 2000, but now it's now it's great. Need some watermelon. Cool off that. Yeah, do it. So I'll have I'll have links in the show notes at tadpog.com. I'll have taquitos.net links to all these chips that I can find on there. So if you want to if you want to read a review. Visit our friends at taquitos.net. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I stumbled in the middle of that. But. Oh, that's okay. I feel like we're both going to do this episode a lot, just because. I am yeah. super fucking tired. Like, mm-hmm. way, way tired. Um, I got three hours of sleep last night. I got three hours of sleep the night before. Uh, because I'm riding that shiny horse <laughs> 2 train, baby. <laughs> Look, when, when I thought that I would finish this game in under 40 hours, and then it turned to 57, that means Dave had to put in some overtime. <laughs> You did it though. Did I did it. it. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want Shining Force Two to be a three parter. Yeah. Because I don't think that I have enough to say to make the game three parts. That's fair. Like justifiably. But one last thing before we get into game talk. Yeah. You got another tattoo. <laughs> well, well, I do have a psychological scar. Oh shit. I lived one of my lesser nightmares. Uh, so this is a medical story. If you're squeamish about medical stories, skip ahead a little bit. I, I cannot do that. I am squeamish about medical mm-hmm. stories, but I do not have that you have, luxury. You, just, you have to endure it. So. Uh, I'm just going to... You can tell the story. Text me when it's okay to come back in this okay. room. Okay. <laughs> mm. I will isolate me laughing 
<laughs> or I'll isolate different reactions, and then you can play them through your phone. You just put in the Fanta laugh a few times. Right, yeah. This <laughs> would be great. Because I, I think I've mentioned on the show before uh, my, my issue with peeing. That, that you can't hit the toilet? Well, that, that one, yes. <laughs> okay. Another is for over a decade, like I can go pee, and as soon as like, I feel like, oh, shit, okay, I can go pee. I go pee, the feeling that I need to does not go away. It sticks around. That super strong urgency that tells me I have to go. Yeah. Yep. Still there. I stand at the toilet minutes, feel like I have to pee, can't pee. I'm done, but the feeling is still there. Your pee-pee indicator. Yeah. It's dinging. My spider sense, my pee Mm -hmm. sense just going crazy. How much would that suck for Peter Parker if that's what a spider sense (laughs) felt like? Where it's like someone's Uh, about to hit me. Oh, that's uh, a pee. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. So he's actually happy to see Venom. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank okay. God. Someone who doesn't set this fucker off. <laughs> but let's see. I, I've i lived with this for a long time. I went to, whenever I was in college, I went to get it checked out. Had had my prostate checked out by the man with the largest hands I've ever seen. Right. Um, Dr. 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 Large Hands. Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dick Fingers. So. <laughs> and... Yeah, once the, he said, like, oh, I need to put a catheter in you, I was like, well, pfft, I'm going to deal with this. And I did for years and years and years. And then I felt like it was getting worse recently. So I was like, okay, that's it. Can't keep doing this. Don't want to keep doing this. I'm going to the doctor. I went, had I don't like where this is going. a battery of tests. He put me on two different medications. He fed you a battery. Fed, <laughs> fed me a full battery. <laughs> nothing, nothing helped. And he's like, all right, well... We're going to put you down. Get, we're gonna, yeah. <laughs> he talked to Melissa. It's like, he's lived a long life. He's lived, yeah. I mean, 30, 32 is really, really fucking old. That's really, that's, that's entire. I'm a 16-year-old doctor. Right. In human years. In human years, that's like 200. In I go to the years. elven doctor, so. <laughs> oh, your husband's not immortal? <laughs> Ooh. This is going to be a problem. So, and he said, like, I hate to tell you this. I'm going to need to give you a catheter, and I'm going to have to check out your bladder. I was like, okay, well, okay, yeah, it's inevitable. That's fine. Let's, yeah, just do it. So that's how bad it was. Yep. Now you're willing, now you're willing to go willing through Willing to get it, it done. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's one of my, one of my nightmares. And For good fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Can you, I've never had a catheter before. Do they like, and also that was too scared to say that <laughs> phrase properly. I have never had a catheter. Um. Do they like do anything to try to like deal with the pain of something going they, in your? They numb me first, which felt like getting a catheter for a split second. Okay, that's the my second question. Mm-hmm. They numb you first. Do they fucking like put a needle in your Didn't dick? Look. Didn't look. <laughs> Did not look. Is he like this is gonna feel like? Um, this is gonna feel like the worst pain you've ever had in it's your like, life. You're gonna feel pressure for a second. Oh, and it felt like I was getting like a shot in my dick. Oh God. Yeah, but I go in to the the urologist. Um, his assistant first, attractive girl, and I've. I mean, I the only point I could get was right after work, so I'm just like sweaty and covered in food and just rock. <laughs> I really love my job, <laughs> cooking food. <laughs> so yeah, already this, you know, semi semi attractive woman is like, all right, drop your pants. What you literally like? put stuff in it. Um. Kmart, Christina Aguilera. Kmart, ooh, okay. So there you go. That is a, that actually might be better than Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I just drop, and she, I lay down on this chair, and she puts what normally like the blue 
sterile like paper they put over you only this one has a dick hole cut in it so <laughs> he puts that over me with eyes drawn above the hole <laughs> all right who's my little gonzo <laughs> also one of the funnier parts of uh kimmy schmidt season three oh when they talk about gonzo condoms and stuff so, oh yeah. damn it here i was thinking i was original and shit hey you hadn't heard it before it doesn't it? matter it doesn't matter I've, damn you tina fey yeah. <laughs> But as, so I lay there, she puts the the dick blanket on me, dick hole blanket, and she's like, okay, you're going to feel some pressure. So I just immediately, I'm I'm not looking, and I feel like, More pressure? It's, well, this is the first pressure. The first pressure of shot in my dick, and I just, okay, all right. And she's like, okay, now I'm going to put it in. And like, I could feel it a little bit. Excuse me, ma'am, I'm used to saying (laughs) that, not hearing it. (laughs) Well, she said that, and I turned over. Uh, sir, it looks like you have a small butt sword in here. <laughs> no, I'm King Arthur now. <laughs> so, uh, why are you such a pussy about shit going up your ass, sir? <laughs> Wait, are you a cum goblin? <laughs> That's a whole bunch of deep cuts. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. And it was cum look troll, wasn't it? Cum troll. Cum troll. troll. My bad. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like... Come, let's not those be are, those silly. Those are different species. Let's not be silly. Than the cum Trolls <laughs> regenerate. Goblins do not. <laughs> so, and then she's she's like, okay, I'm going to put the catheter in. And I feel like, yeah, this one is just like pressure because I'm numbed. And she's like, okay, I'm going to get the doctor. I'll be back in a second. So she leaves the room and I'm just laying there. And I don't, I'm in a position where I can't, I don't want to move. I don't want to pull anything out. Right. I don't want to mess with anything. Right. But the blanket is kind of, I've got, I still have like my uniform on the, and the, the dick hole blanket is kind of tall. Yeah. So I just am able to no, peer up just yeah. enough where all I see is just like metal. Yeah. Like where she's got something wrapped around it, like these metal yeah. tongs and what looks like some sort of an expander. She's, <laughs> that's, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah. So you're like your weapon X. She shoot, in, she's shooting yeah. adamantium into your body through your, in my through your front no-no hole, <laughs> your yes-yes hole. And I'm, I mean, I'm there for way too long by myself before the doctor finally comes in. And then she comes in behind him with a tray of stuff. Sir, have you ejaculated yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. I'll come back, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he pulls he out a stopwatch. He starts masturbating. <laughs> Here, this will help. <laughs> look me in the eyes. Look me in the <laughs> eyes, sir. <laughs> No, no, don't look at K. Marcus and Aguilera. Look me in the eyes. Who's my patient? Who's my good patient? Oh, who's going to violate HIPAA? Oh, who's going to violate HIPAA? Well, then he pulls out, and as soon as I see him, it's like, oh, fuck. Because, like, the catheter is just, like, the minor part. The big part of this is he has... Scissors for fingers. <laughs> well, he has a a scope that is going to go through my pee hole into my bladder. A scope, like it it is like a Game Boy light. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, like a, a Super Scope 6. Mm, the 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 uh reticular part of it, but he looks through does and then it goes down the part that will go into me is about as probably a little bit thicker than the urethral plug that we got. Oh man. As soon as I see that I'm like oh, give it, all right. Fuck. Not everyone has seen the urethral plug. Nope. So give some context. That thing was about as bigger I a pin. Yeah. Like a right like a yeah. writing pin. Yep. So yeah, he's Ooh. got he's got something that it's like Ooh. it's about a foot long and $5. is a li- <laughs> 
<laughs> I wish it was only five dollars. I, I, pr- I promise I'll let you finish your story. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, about a little bit thicker than a pen, about a foot long, and then because he's like, "All right, this is gonna, this is this is gonna hurt." Oh God! And like when it goes in, oh, I'm like, Ugh. "You punched him." <laughs> well, let me get to that because oh. I just went when it goes in. Cause I can feel it going in. It hurt through the numbness, Ugh. and then he turns the water on. What? Because he has to go through and fill up my bladder. Oh my god! So whenever he turns that on, I just feel like a gush of it going down. It's like going into my penis instead of out of my penis, which is a strange sensation. Like I feel it on and in my balls, and then it's just like all over my lap, and it's just pressure, just like expanding your penis and going into your bladder. I hear that's how they come in Australia. Sorry, listener from Perth. <laughs> call call in and tell us if that's not yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, please confirm. And I just scream, fuck, and just punch the wall behind me. <laughs> they both jump, which is not a reaction you want your urologist to have. But he's like, oh, it takes a full 60 seconds, so just what? hold on. So yeah, he's just like pumping water and just feeding that tube down into my pee hole for 60 seconds. And it was the longest 60 seconds ever. Before he finally like pulls it out, and he's just like, "How did that feel? Everything's good everything's or bad." Good. Uh, the initial pulling out equally painful. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, everything looks good. I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to go back in a month to a specialist who comes in once once a month. He pulled it out, and he's like, "Psych, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you, <laughs> you dumb bitch." <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He's like, "Yeah, and yeah, you're gonna be sore." It's gonna, it's gonna hurt, and blood is typical. Oh, yeah. So God. for the rest of the day, it's just like, oh, every pee is like jerking off with shampoo. Oh, that feeling every time for seconds. You had of your peeing. first period. Oh, and then yeah, just pee, <laughs> just blood coming out of my pee. <laughs> oh, when did this go down? <sighs> Uh, three weeks ago. Maybe. Oh my God! You've been holding ago. on to this one. Yeah, we had Call of Cthulhu. I know. So, yeah, you didn't want, wait, you it. didn't want to start a Call of Cthulhu episode <laughs> with that story. <laughs> the, the day is the, August nine, <laughs> and I had something shoved in my urethra at the end of the day. Uh, forget all this serial killer shit. Some real gruesome, <laughs> some real gruesome stuff happened to me today. Make a sanity check. <laughs> yeah, did if you, you have it? a penis? If you don't have a penis, you're probably not that bothered. I don't know. <laughs> I think I feel like oof. Yeah, but he said, yeah, everything's everything, but my bladder looked totally fine. Cool. So, okay, thanks. That's what you want. Yeah. So I'm going in for Eurodynamics. Like E-U-R-O? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Europeans right. looking at my dick. Looking at, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he going to ejaculate? <laughs> I don't even know what accent that was. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. I like it because- Different, not American, right. different. It was just a general European accent. I liked it. <laughs> I, yeah, I was expecting you to go Cousin Balky. <laughs> I'd have to think about that. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. I can do a Larry. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yep, that's it for me. I don't have a story. I didn't know we were doing them. That's okay. And I sure as fuck can't do a story like that. <laughs> then let's talk about Shining Force 2. All right, let's do it. Dave, did you hear that? Nope. It, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like the catheter train coming out the, yep. coming out the going tunnel. Going in. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, ushers in a segment called uh, We Did Wikipedia in Part 1. Oh, we did? Okay. <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I did. All right. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. Because I think we talked about we were going to talk more about the story right. a little bit. Which you would think would mean that I would be prepared to talk about the story. Yeah. I'm not. Let's talk about whatever. 
I mean, well, we what, tr- comes, what comes to mind? We could try to talk about the story if you want. <laughs> uh, it's kind of... Because you beat it. I did finish the completely game. Completely in Twitch stream. 100%. 100% awesome. in Twitch. Awesome. And if you want to, f- if you have 57 hours to spare, which I know you do, uh-huh. um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, if you go to Twitch, search for Tadbog, you'll, you'll find us. It's there all, all in a collection of like, uh, I don't know how many, like maybe I 15 I Twitch videos. to my Roku today. Nice. So listen, I'll have, we'll have sex with you playing Shining nice. Twitch too. It'll be great. Well, I'm done. Okay. Oh, you're going to watch the, you're yeah, going to watch we'll what I already done. Yeah. Well, that takes some of the fun out of it. Yeah. Well, next time you shoot my game, be like, hey. Because you get, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. I, I fucking be good. Right, yeah. I'll send you a message. You guys can fuck and be like, we're fucking all that idiot is playing a game from 1992. <laughs> I bet he doesn't even come at the end, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got off track. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I did finish the game. Um, I still love the game. Yeah. I still love the game. I don't love it as much as I did in part one. Um, oh, yeah. Some of the shine came off the apple. Some of uh, the force. Some of the shine came off the force. <laughs> it got less shiny um, because I had my fucking dick kicked in on a battle. Yeah. Now, I've been wanting you told to- me a little bit about it, but yeah. Which does lead me to a point, and that point is, I'll, I'll do the dumb thing and tell you my point before the story. Um, the RNG in this game is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I shouldn't say it's crazy, it's just a thing about the game that makes it its own thing. I'm not used to RNG, like, making or breaking a game like it, Clarify ha- like that. it does. Okay, so like in Final Fantasy, and like all the Final Fantasy games that I play, there are critical hits. That's mm-hmm. a thing that happens, but it's fucking rare. Yeah. Evading happens, unless it's Final Fantasy VI. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's also a thing that when it happens, it's like, whoa. However, in Shining Force 2, I feel like they happen a lot more frequently. Yeah. That might just be my feeling. Critical hits, hitting again, and evading. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And counterattacks. So yep. it's those four things. Um, so a critical hit, or what they call a heavy attack, is um, additional damage. A double attack is an enemy or you will attack twice in a turn instead mm-hmm. of once. Um, evade you evade the attack. No damage is done. That can happen on either side. Um, and then the counter is you get hit, you hit them back mm-hmm. kind of deal. Um, which I never had an enemy counter attack. Well, no, I have. That, so that goes either way too. Mm-hmm. Not as much as I'm evading. That is Some true. Some enemies I feel like they evaded. It must. Whenever you have one hit left, I feel like their evade goes to the roof. Because almost every enemy at the end of the game, if I would have killed them in one more hit, they would they evade. always evade that evade that attack. Um, well, I had a, a man. I had an experience. Three battles before the end of the game, there is um, okay. Let me explain another mechanic. Sorry, I'm jumping around, but it's important to the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talked about this in part one. The main character of the game is Bowie. Uh-huh. We talked about that. Bowie is the hero of the game. It's actually his class yep. hero. If Bowie dies, if Bowie dies, Man. it's game over. It's the only thing I despise about the game. If he dies, you're done. It doesn't matter if everybody else is up. Once he reaches zero, he's dead. Mm-hmm. And and you go back to your save point. Um, and there's we talked about this in part one as well, but there's no reviving in the game. When a character gets to zero, well, there's no reviving in battle. Yeah. Once a character gets to zero in battle, they're gone. They're out of that battle until you raise them outside of battle. Yeah. I was on the third stage <laughs> or the third level to the end. And it is this, it's a really cool 
battle because mm-hmm. it's this tower that you're climbing. It's a rough battle. It's it, I had a hard mm-hmm. time because like there are columns that obscure enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's hydras that are hiding back there. Um, and then you also have to go up, I think, two or three flights of stairs, mm-hmm. and the stairs are only two tiles wide. So what that means is enemies you can't and you can't pass through an enemy's tile mm-hmm. unless you have a unless you're using a flying character, mm-hmm. which those are kind of flying or floating, right? Flying or floating. So constantly just trying to just make make a hole on the stairs so I can progress. Because what mm-hmm. happens is they block you on the stairs and then shit comes in and starts AOEing everybody on the stairs. Yep. That's what happens fucking to me on, on every flight. Yeah, the fucking big uh, Pazuzu-looking motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to the fucking top flight of stairs. Bowie is at full health. I have three enemies uh... left. The boss uh, and two other enemies. And uh, one of them's a Hydra. I know that for mm. sure because I move Bowie up very next turn. Bowie is at full fucking hell, like 72 hit points. Mm. Hydra moves up. I'm like, oh, shit, he's going for Bowie. That's not good, but I'm not too worried about it because Bowie's like, he's got good defense. He's got good HP. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Hydra hits. Heavy attack. First, right off the bat. It's like, fuck. So, like, automatically he does, like, almost 40 points of damage. Yeah. It's like, god damn it. Oh, double attack. Here it comes. Hydra hits me again. Bowie's now down to, like, 18 hit points. Very next round, um, one of the demons comes down AoEs. And that's it. That that lost me an hour worth of, of gameplay. Yeah, you're. I mean, that is a that is a shitty thing about the game. You're one hundred percent correct. So you can watch that. You can watch that happen to me. <laughs> you watch your heartbreak in it. Yes, it's like Ralphie. Yes, and I even <laughs> mentioned that in the stream because I was like, yeah, you can pause the exact moment where my where my heart breaks, and I've gone back and you can do that, um, <sighs> and it is just. The silver lining, like, I was demoralized, man. Like, thank God there were people in Twitch chat to, like, that they were there. If they were not there, I I would have stopped. Yeah. Like, I would have, there's no question in my mind, I would have just been like, I will watch the rest of this game on YouTube. Power off. It's bitter. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. A hundred percent. Like, that makes me upset hearing about it. It was my fault, ultimately. It was my fault, because, um... I mean, I moved Bowie to a spot. I moved Bowie to a dangerous spot. I was being aggressive, um, but, but I wasn't expecting that RNG combo. Yeah. Uh, that just absolutely just just pushed my shit in. Yeah. Well, I, that's why on my – because I remember my first playthrough when I was younger and then my most recent playthrough, the only time that I died a lot was in the very first battle. And it was them ganging up on Bowie just like relentlessly. I think before I cleared the first battle, I died three or four times. With those little mist demons? Yeah. Yeah. And Gizmo, would, the boss? They would just rush up to him and just dead. Really? Game over. So that's why I'd, I was like, all right, well, I need to just, I absolutely buffed him the fuck out for defense. Like his, his he had the highest defense of anybody in my I party. I feel like you have to do that, yep. right? Yep. He had the white white ring. I used all my whatever is it cheerful? No, cheerful bread is hit points. Whatever I get protect milk. Protect milk. I gave all my protect mix to him and made sure he was geared to the nines for defense, which he has naturally high defense anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because it's just man, that pisses me off. That pisses me off so much. That that mechanic that no matter how well you're doing, there'd be that luck thing. Pinpoint him. Game over. I think it's. 
I hate it. I fucking hate it. I like <laughs> a little bit of randomization, and it's fun when I'm doing it to the to yeah. the enemies because, like, we need to talk about mi- uh, mithril weapons. Yeah, I'm sure in a in a <laughs> bit. But there are weapons in the game that do increase your chance to critical hit. Mm-hmm. That's fun when you're doing it to them. But man, it sucks when you're on the receiving mm-hmm. end of that. Uh, I'm glad you brought up cheerful cheerful bread protect milk. Do we talk? I don't think we talked Just about a the little stat bit running items. pimentos. Um, Quick chickens. Right. These are, and I love that they're all food items mm-hmm. that are one use items. They're usually, they're rare. Mm-hmm. Um, they're one use items that permanently boost one attribute of a character that you choose. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool, but it's also, man, it is, it drives, like, it drives my blood pressure through the roof because when I play RPGs, you know this, Tyler. Mm, you want to hoard that shit. I hoard yeah. that shit. Absolutely. And I never, like, especially the first time playing a game, like I was this time, I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know who to give the quick chicken to. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't. There's no way you would. Um, but by the time I got to the end of the game, um, I, when I started to understand, the, it took me a long time to understand this game mm-hmm. because there's a lot of mechanics to it that I haven't played, I haven't seen in other games. Um, but by the time I got to the end of it, I was kind of starting to make decisions for myself and being like, well... Bowie needs to protect milk because uh, he died on those stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, even like um, I would give him protective items over mages. Yeah, like mages' hit points or hit points of defense are shitty anyway. I'm not. I'm not making them a money pit. Like I can give them all this, all these items and their defenses. They're still going to get two shotted. Yeah, you know it's yeah it's worthless. Yeah. So and I did let's see because I put my protective items into him and then I did I went the unpopular opinion route I enjoy kiwi I like kiwi a lot the tort yep. the tort slash monster so I gave him all my hit point items which makes him have okay hit points I'm gonna say a crazy phrase I'm gonna mm-hmm. say a crazy sentence the first part of that sentence is absolutely ludicrous are you ready to hear <laughs> uh-huh, it uh-huh. the next time I play this game that's the crazy part mm-hmm. uh, I am going to promote kiwi I want kiwi to be in my party yeah Awesome. I think I think post promotion Kiwi is fucking great. I still and he's a he is a floater. Mm-hmm. Uh we talked about floating characters last last episode and yep. you you mentioned you thought that Kiwi was a floater and, yep. and you're right. Him and Peter the Phoenix I think are the only two floaters in the game. Uh, so they get the land effect benefits uh while also being flying creatures. Yeah. Cuz all the other flying characters, while it's cool to have that movement, man, they just get fucking waxed yeah. so easily. So easily. Unless unless they're Eric. Eric. Did you make Eric a Pegasus Knight? I made Eric a Pegasus Knight. Uh, okay. And I loved him, man. Yeah. He was like one of my strongest characters. Hmm. Um, that's the thing. We, we have kind of talked about promoting characters as a mechanic in the game. We talked about that in part one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we really talked about the different jobs that are in the game. Yep. Um, it's a, it's a, there's a point in the game where you can, you can promote any character in your force that gets to level 20. Mm-hmm. They, they can, you can automatically, you can go to a church and the priest there will promote them. Um, there's one clear path for that character. Yeah, it's like growing up in Final Fantasy 1. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, for example, a warrior will promote to a gladiator. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their grown-up class. Yep. Um, but you can get special promotion items that, uh, that kind of give you uh, a divergent path. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, what is it that allows uh, a warrior to become a baron? Uh, I think it's like the warrior's crest. Yeah. Um, that is a 
that is, there are all kinds of items like that that will allow one class to become another instead mm-hmm. of their default path. Yep. I think that's a lot of fun because it adds replayability to the game. Because next time I go through, um, I, I could make Eric um, a paladin mm-hmm. and, instead of a instead of a Pegasus knight. Um, did I say that? Did I do that right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, what is really cool is your party makeup. There are 30 fucking characters in this game. Mm-hmm. And at any given point in time, you can only have 12 in your force. So that also adds another layer of playability on top of that. Yeah. Where it's like, I could go through this game again almost 100% differently. Yep. Uh, at once, once I get to a point where I can start mixing and matching. The only thing that has to remain constant is Bowie. Yep. And I think that's really neat. I think that, that you're, is, you're that is absolutely right. Very cool. Because I turned Chester, I saved Chester and turned him into a Pegasus Knight. Uh-huh. Used him for three or four battles. Chester, our horse boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fucking booted him. Like, really? No, I can't. Because it was just like, I can get him up there. He's got great movement. He's got high hit points, but his defense is so bad, he may as well have Kiwi's hit points because two shots and he is done. Anyone. Really? He has so many hit points that I can't heal him properly. Like someone with. You know, average hit points and decent defense. Like right. I can drop a heal two or three, and they're good. He has so many hit points and such a defense. Like the thirty six I get is just like not touching it, not touching it when he has ninety hit points. Well, this is what worked out for me with Eric. Uh, by the time I got him, I was pretty much. I think I was pretty much able to promote him immediately. Yeah. Um, and he was right out the gate, like just gaining levels. So yeah, because you start back at level one again after you're promoted. And he was level... So yes, he, by the time... He he lapped my other characters. He got to level like 16 before some of my characters were 14. Oh, damn. So like he had... Um, in this game, when, when you get over 100 hit points, um, your bar goes from yellow to mm. green. It starts mm-hmm. adding like green segments. Yep. So like this motherfucker had green segments in his hit point bar before some of them even had a full yellow bar. <laughs> so, I mean, he was with his flight. Um, I mean, he was tearing shit up. His defense, yeah, kind of uh, shit. Yeah. But with the hit points, not a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, unless he was getting arched down because he's weak against, you know, uh, arch yep. archery units. Because I was trying to see. Let's see. Because I, I went, went back and looked at my force. Okay, right. So if you want to compare armies, yes, yes I want to compare armies. Who was your Who was your final Who was your final army? Okay. What, who was in there? So of course, Bowie, who I named Ty, both playthroughs. Ty, Ty, or just Ty? Just Ty. Uh, let's see, Sarah as a master monk. What'd you name her? She just, she just Sarah dog. She just Sarah dog. Uh, let's see, Kazan as a sorcerer. Uh huh. Jaha as oh, a baron. Dude, I love Kazan as a sorcerer. Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Oh man. Jaha as a baron. Slade. Uh, Kiwi, who even th- in this playthrough, I didn't know his real name until I looked at a guide. Uh, so on my original playthrough, I named him TJ after my cat at the time. Nice. <laughs> and then this time, I don't know why it popped in my head. He was Fletch. 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 I don't know. Uh, let's see. He's a big Chevy Chase fan. Huge. This, this he tour- looks like Chevy Chase. Right. He is actually Chevy Chase. Look, kids, Big Ben. <laughs> uh, Peter May Gerhalt Freja Sheila. And probably my favorite character in the game, Lemon. Okay. you ha- I had the same party except for three. Mm-hmm. I didn't have Kiwi. I didn't have Sheila, the monk. And I didn't have um, Lemon, the red baron. Red baron, yep. Uh, instead, I had, I'm trying to think who I had instead. I had Karna. 
as a master monk. Karna is good. I had her for a little while, but just didn't feel like leveling her up. She was my weakest character because she was low level Yeah. when I added her. See, I, I, I meant to choose her initially because mm-hmm. you go to Creed's mansion, you get to pick between three characters. One of three. I accidentally chose Eric, and I did not want to lose two or three hours of progress. So I was like, well, fuck it. You know, I meant to get her stuck with and Eric. use her and promote right. her all the way through, but I fucked up. So she still ended up, I got her, I made her a master monk. I just got sick of leveling her. Uh, on my first playthrough, I did not use Slade because I thought he looked dumb. He's a, he's a rat boy. Yep. And I was mad because I was looks... like, it's your fault. Yeah. You did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. no, fuck you. So I guess we could I, get yeah. into the story at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't use him. Um, I don't think I used Gerhalt. And who else? Did I, maybe I didn't use May. Instead, I had Zinc, Claude, and Taya. I didn't the, use yeah. I didn't use Zinc, Claude, or Taya. They immediately went into my caravan. Yeah. Even though they're cool, Zinc is a robot from the past. Mm-hmm. That is how he introduces himself <laughs> to you. Uh, he's hiding under a rock in a town. Um, Claude is a golem. Yeah, he had or a golem. He depending. has crazy high defense or high attack, but he's hard to use. Too slow. Yeah, he's same super as Zinc. Slow. Too slow. Is awful. I don't like a character um, that doesn't have a high movement. And Taya is just a shitty Kazen. Yeah, I put her in my caravan immediately. So, yeah, I, I used her for Learn to Battles. It was like, man, your spells are half the progression of, of Kazen's. So, fuck this. So, I'm trying to figure out who I used that you didn't. Um, Eric, obviously. Mm-hmm. Karna is the second one. And I'm trying to think of the third one that I used that you didn't. Did you use Randolph? You like the centaurs? I didn't use Randolph. Um, Randolph is a dwarf. Who am I, who am I thinking? Rick. You know? Because there's Rick, Elric, and Eric, and they're centaurs. <laughs> well, there, there's the other. Right? There's the other centaur. I think um, John is Giant the Gladiator. Oh, I'm whoever the I'm old the confused. old soldier was that was wounded. Higgins, Higgins thank you, <laughs> Higgins. Uh, who I liked, I liked his story and I liked his portrait. Yep, but didn't didn't want him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all these names are reused in all the Shining Force games. Oh, really? Yep. How many of them? I was curious. How many of them did you play? One, Haja, and two. Okay. And we talked on part one about plus. I'm interested in playing yeah, another one. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I really enjoyed this game. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I'm, yeah, we'll wait. What we finish this list, we'll wait a little while, and I'll run another game, and we'll play uh, Shining CD. I'm down to play Shining CD. Dude, I wanted to use um, Lemon because mm-hmm. I love Lemon's story in this oh, game. It's so good. So good. He is a guardian of the uh, king who becomes possessed mm-hmm. by uh he's basically the hand of the king. Right. He become the king becomes possessed by a devil. Shit goes down. Lemon fails to save the princess mm-hmm. and the king. Mm-hmm. And because he I mean, he's a he's a paladin. Like not class-wise paladin, DD-wise paladin like he is lawful good and he is honorable and he won't fight unarmed opponents or people that are weaker than him, but it also clashes with his duty because the possessed king orders him to murder people and he he's at odds with himself because it's like, I don't want to disobey my king, but mm-hmm. this, is, this isn't right. And then what's really cool uh-huh. is later in the game, way late in the game, um... You encounter yeah because you see it. Let's see in the first. Okay, I guess we should hit story first. Let's say let's do story. Let's do story. story, So we need to do story (laughs) because yeah the 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 cutscene at the beginning of the game is Slade who is a thief breaking into some vault and he steals gems out of this underground underground cave or temple. Yeah, and when he does that, he weakens the seal on this 
on the King of Demons. He's he essentially shuts down the vault where the Ghostbusters keep the ghosts. Yep. Except there's not ghosts in there; it's <laughs> devils. Yeah. There you go. You're right. And the devils get out. Yep. And, and they, they start causing trouble. Yeah. And one possesses because you're in the kingdom of Gallum. Um, some devil possesses the kingdom next door, who then invades Gallum, and they yeah fuck shit up. That's mm-hmm. where Lim, Lemon and King I can't remember the King Gallum. King is it Gallum? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so. Okay, yeah, because they they roll in and invade you. Lemon's reluctant, but the king's telling them like this is the right thing to do. These mm-hmm. people are evil. Because he's possessed. Take care of them. Yep. He, yeah, he's playing everything the whole time to br- to bring back the, the king of devils to full strength. Right. Zeon, yep. the king of devils. Yep. So that's the beginning of the game is basically that getting unsealed. And at the very, very beginning, you see, you fight through everything. You go up to try and save the prince. They, they've kidnapped the princess and taken her to the, the chamber where the seal actually is, where Zeon can enter the world again. Right. With the intent to sacrifice her. Yeah. To strengthen Zeon to come back yep. to the material plane. And they open this gate to him, and King Gallum grabs her, and they fall into this hole together. Everything's crumbling around you. Some sort of, like, something hits Lemon. Some sort of, like, black mist rolls over him, and he falls unconscious and starts screaming and runs off. Something like that. Mm-hmm. He's gone. He can't help you. Though he wants to, and you just have to, you just have to flee. You have to. Everyone has to abandon the princess. They can't follow her. They go and get on the ship, sail across the sea, build another town, right. and then like, well, start from start from scratch. Yep, we'll go back when we can, and then essentially try to figure out how to get back um, and defeat the devils. Yep, defeat Zeon. Yeah, because you can't once you rebuild. Once you reach there, they have to break down their ship to build a town. Right. So you don't have a way back. Right. Uh, and then there's a long, long snaking path that you take to figure out how to get back. It involves um, firing dynamite out of a cannon, <laughs> which I yep. thought was, I don't think that's how cannons work. <laughs> it's like, this is an F troop. This is a video game. Come on. Yeah, because you find, but uh, all of these other prime devils have taken up residence in this land or trying to take it down. Right. So you know the truth and you're going through making allies, making your force stronger and take chipping it chipping away devil by devil until you find a way to go back home and take care of Zeon. And these devils are all bosses, yep. except for Creed is a devil, but he's yeah, a well, friendly he's reti- devil. He's retired. He's retired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Although he does collect people and keep them well, in a room. Still, yeah, he's still fucked up. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he is a devil still. But. He, he looks like a very, very pompous lich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, dude, he looks like Davy Jones from the motherfucking Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Disney straight up ripped that some, some writer was like, oh, I need to, oh, you're asking me what Davy Jones looks like? Uh... And he just drew like he Creed. puts down his nomad. Uh. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, look, this is completely uh, unrelated, but can there be a Creed song in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what I think is probably one of the hardest battles in the game is yeah, because you, as you because getting ahead of myself again, but yeah, you go through town by town, stealing, uh, finding out their problems, helping them, telling them about the devils, and they're taunting you because whenever you've left. Boy grabbed the the gem of like the gem of good and it fused to his neck. Right. So Zeon needs him back because he needs he, a gem. Yeah. If he's gonna, he can. He'll eventually get back to full strength, but it'll take a long time. If right. he has both, if he has those both gems, the gems, 
bam, be full faster. strength. Right. So yeah. So he needs he needs to get the main character back to him. One of the so things, they're they're hunting you while you're chipping away at them and building your force. One of the things that I loved is dev, the devils start showing their true nature later in the game, um, and some of them. Because Zeon essentially invites Bowie to come back. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you want the princess, come back. You talk to you talk to Zeon through um, cr- the the gigantic bowl that Creed has in his basement. <laughs> yep, that has a, just a head in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it it does it's it reminds me a little bit of the Wheel of Time in that the Dark One is very similar to Zeon. It has like his elite worshippers, and he is sealed away, and they have these special magic rituals of contacting him. But once you contact him, he's still incredibly powerful and can just wipe you out. Yeah. Well, and they so. build Zeon up. Like they do a great job in this game of building Zeon up. Yeah. Like I played enough RPGs to where, like, I played enough Final Fantasies to the point where. I don't really even give a shit about the final boss most of the time. Yeah. Um, usually I think one of the most interesting characters in a Final Fantasy RPG is just like someone that you do eventually fight, but they have actual personality. I yeah. feel like Final Fantasy games, it's always like, here's who you thought was the final boss, and here's a giant uh, here's a giant amoeba here's who's your, a god. Here's your day sex mock. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But they didn't feel like that in Shining Force. It felt very much like Zeon... Zeon's who you're going to fight, and we're going to build yep. him up for 20 hours. And you meet two other living gods who are both like, oh, shit. Right. Um, good luck with that. Right. You guys are fucked. Right. Vulcanen <laughs> and Matula. Yep. Because they're both like, they fought. They couldn't kill Zeon before. They fought together with mortals and sealed him away. Mm-hmm. And mortals unsealed him, and Vulcanon's like, man, fuck y'all then. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you fucked up. He's like, I'm not going to help you anymore. Yeah. And then Matula's essentially like... I can't help you. If you weaken Zeon, I can help you. But yeah. without Vulcanen, I can't help you. Someone's yeah. got to someone's got to weaken him. He's the brawn. He's the brawn on the brains. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, I kind of lost my point earlier. Um, I, I love the character development in this game. Zeon, of course, is built up really well. What I really love about the other devils who are quote unquote helping mm-hmm. Zeon is you find out that they all kind of have their own motivations beyond helping Zeon. Mm-hmm. Um, That's exactly how the Forsaken are in the Wheel of Time. Oh, really? Like, they backstab each other and mm-hmm. say they're up for failure because they all want to be the strongest right. and, 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 and in top favor. And I, I love that because I, like that, I feel like, really makes them feel like devils. Yeah. They're not just like, yes, yes, sir, Zeon, we will go and, and do thy bidding. Yeah. They, they have their own um, ulterior motives. Yep. And I, I think that's really neat. Um, Tyler, I have an important question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the game Shining Force 2, uh, if you had to choose one waifu, uh, who would it be? Ooh, that's hard. Um, it can mm. also, it can be a husbando. Hmm. Uh, lemon, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Wait, are you, are you going to, are you going to be a top or power bottom for linen, for linen, for John Lennon? <laughs> um, hmm. Cause I think May is the cutest character in the game. May's, May's but her bottom cute. is also a horse. That is, that's a problem for some. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Maybe she, uh, Sheila. Sheila. Yeah. Is it because when you meet her for the first time, she, she is nude? She's naked. <laughs> yeah, she is nude. She's naked, and Alistair's all like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, man. He's all, all about it. Yep. I would have to go with Camila, who is a devil. 
She is the she is oh, the purple okay. devil. Yep. Or the goddess Matula. What are the Matula, two? Take your pick. That's a good one. Matula's a good one. I was just thinking strictly in game army. Matula's a good one. May is mad cute, but yeah. Horse I mean, bottom. Horse, that's a problem. Yeah. Horse bottom's a problem. <laughs> because there's you, no way that's enjoyable to any any human man. Because you're because early in the game you meet Peter the Phoenix and he works for Vulcanon. Right. And he's like well, let's go talk to Vulcanon and get his help. Right. So a bit, the first quarter of the game is you trying to get to Vulcanon. Right. You get there. Fine, we do. You do. And you get there in time for him to, he's attacked by Zeon's right-hand devil, Odd-Eye. Mm-hmm. And they fight one-on-one and Vulcanon barely wins. So that shows you how strong Zeon is if Vulcanon as a god can barely take out his top lieutenant. Right. And he doesn't kill Odd-Eye. He just drives him off. Yeah. And then Vulcan, yeah, basically tells you to fuck off. Like, you guys fucked up. I'm I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. I helped you guys out last time. You made your own bed sleep in it. Right. Which, I'll be honest, I kind of felt like he was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, come on, man. We're just, we're humans, elves, centaurs. You gotta, you, and we have one phoenix. You have to help us. <laughs> that is a devil king. We cannot do this by ourselves. Yeah. And then, spo- spoilers. Yeah, I guess let's really. Do, yeah, let's because right after right for that fight, you're back in the the werewolf village, mm-hmm. and they bring in a very injured young boy, right? Who looks like like lava must have gotten in his eyes, and he can't he's see. Blind. He has no memory. He's kind of weird. They mm-hmm. he's, they just his name is Oddler. Oddler, and right. just like and it's kind of weird because uh, the mayor is like, I can't, I can't take care of this kid. You take him. You take him. You be done with it. And Astral's like. We can't take a blind kid with us. Do you want to take a blind kid with us? Yes or no? <laughs> it's like, yes. Serious? Okay, fine. An oddler just follows you. Illusion of choice. <laughs> that, that's another complaint I have about the game is that you don't really get to make any meaningful decisions. Yeah. Um, I was surprised when you get the option to say yes or no yeah. to take oddler <laughs> because most of the time, like someone asks you a question and Bowie just answers. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I wish I could have some input on that, but I, I don't. Yeah. So, um, so Oddler, pretty obviously odd eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you find that at the end because you progress through, fight more devils, fight your way to Matula, ask her for help. Yeah, she says she'll help you, but yeah, you have to weaken him first. Mm-hmm. There's not much he can do. She, Vulcan, she's talked to Vulcanon. He's told her to fuck off as well. Right. So. Which is spoilers, all a ruse. Yep. Uh, Vulcanon, uh, Matula tells you later in the game that Vulcanon was just pretending so mm-hmm. that Zeon would essentially let his guard down. Yep. And not worry about Vulcanon. Yep. Uh, and Vulcanon. Because he sends, like, people who find you and things like that are actually people Vulcanon has sent. And right. then something happens at the very end of the game that he, he does. Yes, he helps you in a big bad way yep. at the end of the game, which involves Lemon, which yep. I'm sure we'll get to. Yep. Because, let's see, you fight through devil by devil. You're basically getting taunted by Geshep, the devil, mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. He is your Machiavellian uh, devil. He's, he's He is, if I were to cast... One actor to play, I called him Gasp, uh, <laughs> to play Gasp in the Shining Force 2 movie, it would be Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, every time he talked, like, I couldn't help but read it in Frank Reynolds' voice. I mean, it was just, like, straight What up. we'll do is get the flowers. Right? <laughs> Can I borrow your army? I just need your army for a little while. I gotta get these flowers planted over here. I love it. I mean, I like. I just couldn't stop. Like every time, it was just like, yeah, obviously, Danny DeVito. <laughs> yep. Because let's see, you fight through recruiting, whittle away until you find. Um, Camila is uh, Salma Hayek. In case you were curious, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. 
Uh, I've also would have went Gal Gadot. Oh yeah, so. that's that's like a that's like a new spin. Yeah, I was I was going I was going like old school. Sorry, because <laughs> there beautiful. there is ancient technology. There was like a a progenitor race, sort of like the Protheans for this world. Right, and there are remnants of their technology, and they right. have a flying ship that you eventually find out about, and you go to go get it, and it is like a it's like a burial mound. Like, yeah. you know, those animal, like, is that what you, like... Incans or the Aztecs that had these... Yeah. Yeah, it looks There's, like... Or I think of Illusion of Gaia because that's... Right. Yeah, it's basically I, the same thing. That's the first thing I thought of, too. We actually have... It's fun fact. We have some of those burial mounds, or some of them aren't burial mounds. Some of them are just mounds. Mm-hmm. We have some of those uh, here in Kentucky. Oh, Like in, in Wycliffe. Yeah. Huh. Like in the shape of animals, you know, where it's like, it's really hard to fucking describe. Like if you were to, okay, if you were to find one of these mounds and then get into a helicopter and fly straight up or, or Superman could take you, you, you take whichever, and then look down at the earth, you would see, oh, those mounds form a giant bird on mm-hmm. the ground. That's what the ship yep. looks like. So you find your way to enter that and it's actually a giant airship. Mm-hmm. And then you have your, okay, we're going back and you fly back and... Geshep has planted prism flowers that shoot your shoot you down, and but you're back on your you're back on the continent again, right? And your then home now, continent. yep. And you have to you're going town by town trying to get back to Zeon, mm-hmm. and that is when yeah you get more recruits. The other side of the island you weren't in before, uh, and because you hear Sheila talk about like, well, yes, I was married, uh, but my husband was killed by the Red Baron. And you find out like that is that is Zeon's most recent recruit mm-hmm. is this just madman covered in he's red, he's red because he's covered, covered in, in the blood. blood of his enemies. Yep. Yeah. Which is they do a really good job of building yeah. him up. And once you fight him, yeah, he's just this oh my god monster. He is. I hated fighting him the second time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time it wasn't so bad, but he has an ability. He has a dark sword. Mm, yeah. And that when he uses the dark sword there's a chance that it will instantly kill. It's a death spell essentially. And it can instantly kill one of your characters. I was fortunate enough the first time I fought him that he used it on someone other than Bowie. Because when I saw him do it, I can't remember. It was like Jaha or something like that. When I saw him use it, I was like, Bowie, you're out of this battle. I'm sorry, man. You can stay back and maybe bolt if you want. You can cast bolt if you want. But other than that, you are not getting near the Red Baron. Because it, it's a rough fight, but you yeah you kill him once you knock him out, then like blinks his eyes, it's it's limit. Dun dun dun. Yeah. And then like he looks at himself and what he's done, and he just flees because yeah, no he says he's gonna kill himself. Yeah, he is he is overcome with yep. with grief and guilt, and he says he's gonna go kill himself, which I thought was a dark move. Yep. for a game that <laughs> refuses to say damn and says darn instead. <laughs> but man, we'll talk about suicide. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, but turns he's out... Real, he's a real Jesse Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turns out he he's not very successful at killing himself because he can't die. That thing that happened to him at the beginning of the game, he t- was turned into a vampire. Turned him into a vampire. That's yep. right. I, I do think it's great that he tries to kill himself in the most comical way. He is obsessed <laughs> with jumping from heights. Yep. He has a sword. <laughs> he could just try to stab himself, but he instead makes holes around the countryside because he's leaping from buildings and tall cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember as a kid playing through this and like, I felt like I chased him forever because I was like, he has a portrait. He's important. Yeah. I have to be able to recruit Lim. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. my obsession. And I was going town to town looking for him, trying to find him. Eventually, like I find him, and 
it feels like forever. The reality as compared to what I remember is totally different. Like I remember like as a kid, I was like, yeah, I remember carrying him like four or five times. I have to keep talking to him and pushing him <laughs> before he finally joins you. No, no, that is not the case at all. You chase him down one time uh-huh. and then he jumps into a hole, lives, and as you try to leave, he's like, let me join you. Let right. me throw my life away at least for a good cause. Right. And then you have the option. You can say no, and he won't join you. Lemon, shut it down. He he really. I didn't know that you. If you said yep. no, if you say no, he won't join you until like the last two battles of the game. Okay, and so the ending's he, still the same yep, then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You just don't get to enjoy him. But right. yeah, you know, when when he joins you, he still has the dark sword and shit like that that he had when he was a bad guy. Right. But I think Lemon, I think Lemon and Jaw, I think are both badass. I use both of them. I like. I kept Jaha. I. I kept the original crew. I kept all of Astral's students. Yep. The whole throughout the whole game, um, we were like we, you call us the Rat Pack of the Shining Force universe. <laughs> call us the Horse Pack. The Horse Pack. Yeah. We had look. We had a good diverse crew. We had a human Bowie. We had a dwarf Jaha, who I didn't realize was a dwarf until like two thirds. Thought he had big ears. Two thirds. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought he had big ears. He doesn't have a beard. He can't be a dwarf. That's true. He doesn't. I just thought he was a short dude with big ears. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, when I found out that he was actually not a human, I felt a little betrayed because I was like, oh, I just thought he was a, I just thought he was a cute boy. I thought he was a cute little boy. <laughs> He's not a cute little, fuck. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, if it wasn't for Twitch, I would have quit the game. <laughs> I am done with this beardless fuck. <laughs> uh, and then I kept Sarah the elf and Chester the, the centaur. That was that Man. was our diverse group. That was our multicultural club. <laughs> Astral's multicultural that club. That was your community study group. Can I... Can I throw some shade right now mm-hmm. on Astral? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker is your mentor, your teacher. He is supposed to be super knowledgeable mm-hmm. and powerful. And he looks like a badass wizard. He does spells outside of battle that are strong. Does not help you once in a battle. Nope. Not, he's with you almost the entire time. Mm-hmm. Does not help one. Does not yep. lift one goddamn finger. Nope. <laughs> and I don't think it's because he's like, mm, I think this is a good teaching moment. <laughs> I think it's more of... Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. think there is a good reason for it. Because you see him exercise demons, throw fireballs. Like, he's good. He's good. I can understand, like, in the beginning yeah. of the game, like, all right, he's too powerful. He's your mentor. Don't have him join right. you. But, like, later on, like, he should make him join a man. You. Make him yeah, a Bring him in as a mage. Yeah. yeah. But they don't. They don't. And it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, every time I saw a character with a portrait, I assumed that I would be able to recruit them. Yeah. I was so disappointed that you do not get to recruit the princess because she has a portrait. Mm. And I was like, man, I'm going to get that princess at some point and she is going to make fucking, she is going to make Zeon pay. <laughs> no, turns out, yeah. turns out you don't get to recruit her. You just get, you get to smooch her at the end. That's true. And it's kind of, it's very weird. Spo- it is very, very, very weird. weird. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> the whole situation with the princess is I super know. weird. Okay, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, so Lemon joins you. Mm-hmm. The Red Baron joins you. Uh, and then essentially it's just an assault on Zeon's fortress. Yep. Right? Um, you, you can use, you you can go, now you can use the mithril. You can get to the exit to Dwarven Village now. Do you want to get on, do you want to get on the mithril right now? Yeah, we may as well. All right. So throughout the entire game, you're collecting these super obscurely hidden pieces of yeah, myth. Non nonsensical places. I mean, <laughs> there there are some that are just on the overworld map. Mm-hmm. There are some that are just hidden in pots, which that makes sense. Uh, but there are a lot of them that I I never would have found in a million years if someone in chat hadn't told me, yep. or if I wasn't loosely using uh, a guide. Yep. 
so you're collecting all of these pieces of mithril to uh, create these uber weapons near mm-hmm. the end of the game. Yep. And we kind of talked about this on part one. You told me that um, you had spent hours, hours, hours trying to get bet, your I, perfect weapon. Five hours trying to get one single weapon. The geese arm. Yep. <laughs> I, got it all, I got it on my first try. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Because yeah, I did to say save and reload, save and reload for four or five hours. <laughs> I got hours. it on my very first. I mean, it was like I got frustrated. and I was throwing four or five pieces of mithril at a time at it. Okay, well, technically, it wasn't my first try because uh, here's what I did. I saw I got, I got to the dwarven uh, blacksmith, and he was like, "All right, how many pieces of mithril do you want to give me?" I gave him three, mm-hmm. and then he asked who they were for, and I said Slade. I came back, and he's like, uh, "Here's a piece of shit." Here's also some garbage, but he calls it great. No matter yeah. how, no matter how garbage it is. You want like, you want a katana? Oh, look, it's great. You want it? a critical sword? I'll make you a bunch of these. Look what I made. <laughs> Are you proud of me? <laughs> uh, the the so first one was garbage. Second one was garbage. Third one was the the geese arm, Damn. which is a fucking badass yep. sword. Absolutely. I don't regret spending those hours because I I mean I got my perfect record. I wanted that weapon. I got it. Wait, what do you mean perfect record? Awesome. All the best, all all no characters missed. All the best oh, items, okay. all the all all that shit. Okay, so, all the best weapons. Yep. Okay, I missed some pieces of mithril, but I was still able to uh, get all of the weapons that I was told were the best. Mm-hmm. Um, some people in Twitch chat were very helpful in like recommending because it's like when you get a weapon, like like I said, the blacksmith is always like, "This is great." Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like no gauge of like how good it is, other than like looking at the attack. Yeah, with, without like, like a guide, you're just not knowing what if you're getting is good or not. Right. So, uh, so I spent, I did pay a little bit for getting the geese arm on my first try because it probably took me a total of like three hours to get the rest of mm, the weapon. That's still not bad. <laughs> God, though, like that is. That is a long time. Yep. Um, that is another point in the game where... It's kind of a derailment. I would rather yeah. there be a different way to obtain those items. Yeah, I agree. Like fighting something. Yep. Like an optional battle or something would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, but I did get all of my shit. Uh, praise be to Evan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I finally got all my shit. And those weapons are crazy they, badass. They make a big difference. Crazy badass. Yep. The geese arm being, I think, probably the best weapon in the game. Yep. It's the only thing, like, because you can use the dark sword to cast doom on somebody. It doesn't always work, but, like, the geese arm is not only very powerful, but also, like, has a higher proc rate for an instant kill effect. Right. Which has the uh, best translation ever. Uh, like say you're attacking a prism flower mm-hmm. and the geese arm decides to activate and auto kill the flower. Mm-hmm. It will say prism flower was cut off. <laughs> 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 At least the animation is cool when it kills it. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's Odin. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I remember for some reason, like man, Slade was my white dragon killer toward the end of the game because yeah. it's just like I would one shot white dragons like almost every time with the geese arm nothing's as satisfying as killing an enemy at f- with full health by swinging the geese arm one time mm-hmm. like but more often than not what would happen is because I would keep Slade kind of in the back because my Slade was kind of kinda, he couldn't take many hits yeah um, he could maybe get he could maybe take three hits and he was done which in those later battles I mean there's a lot of AOE mm-hmm. I mean there's a lot of Monsters with high movement that can come in and just essentially 
kill a character like they killed my Bowie on the stairs. Yep. Um, so usually by the time Slade got in and was able to hit, the enemy was almost dead. And I always felt like I was ripped off when he would like the geese arm proc would kick in when he's attacking an enemy with like 15 hit points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. You'd be dead anyway, yeah. but okay. So. But let's see, is I what I got the geese arm for him. I got the Levanter the first try for what, Bowie. What? Oh, okay. That's that's Bowie's sword. Yep. It, and it's a badass like purple sword that when you use it, it does blaze three. Like it's a good weapon. It's just it was it was a waste of mithril pretty much because I used it for two through battles before I got the four sword, which is the best weapon for him. In the right. Game. Bowie. Yeah. Bowie gets four sword. Uh, what is what was the name of the sword that you made for him? Levanter. Levanter. Does it look just like the four sword but purple? Uh, it looks. It doesn't look like a lightsaber because that's um, what the force sword looks yeah, like. It's it just, looks like it's Luke's a lightsaber, lightsaber from yep. uh, Return of if the Jedi. If it were like a broadsword, the reason I'm asking is because it's like if it looked like the if it looked like the force sword, but it's purple. That's Mace Windu's. It looks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's similar. It's like the same. It looks a little more like a normal sword, but it is like that vibrant purple. So that, and then I got two sets of giant knuckles for Sarah and Sheila. Uh, I got I the. The whatever shot for May. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Whatever, cannon, yeah. Not cannon shot. Yeah, but it's something like that. Like grand shot. I got something. two ground axes for Lemon and Jaha. Ground axe is great because it gives extra movement. Mm-hmm. And I love character. I, I cannot stand characters with low movement because they never get to do anything. No, yeah. Low agility and low movement. Like everyone else goes three times yeah. and they're still in the back. Of, yeah, it's garbage. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, remember I got everything else I wanted. I got some sort of staff for Freya that replenished uh, MP every round. Mystery staff. Yeah. I got that as well. That took me forever. Yeah. Um, but f- uh, I called him Freja. Freja. Because it's F-R-A-Y-J-A. I don't know how to pronounce any of these fucking names, but it was fun for me to call him <laughs> Freja, uh, because I got the sound like... Niles! Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got the sound like a Jewish mother watching Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. And then yeah, you're basically just building up your forces to go. Yeah, you make your assault on... Basically, the battle, the game ends where it started. The very first place you battled is also the very last place you battle. Right, where the de- where the devils were sealed away. The containment yep. unit Yep. in the fire station. Yep. But it's not a fire station. Because like, cause at one point you have to go and find Creed. Because Creed, he has the knowledge of the devils. He can help you find... And he's waiting for you with arms wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has this giant uh, Baroque mansion where you go and you basically have to break in because he won't see you. And he keeps a collection of tiny people. And I think one of the harder battles in the game Sounds is... He's a, he's a sex trader. Yep. <laughs> where the, the chess battle, I thought, was very difficult. I think that's the first difficult battle in the game. Yeah. Like the first really difficult battle. Yeah. Um, I got through it by luck. Oh, I didn't tell you my strategy. How I got through like almost every battle in the game. Yeah. Tyler, you've played a game called Final Fantasy XI, have you not? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Where a lot of that game is forming parties to grind experience by fighting one monster at a time, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. you send one guy out, attacks a monster, and then runs back to the party. Yep. That's essentially how I played Shining Force 2. Uh. Because it's like, I would get into trouble if I rushed up with everybody. Yeah. Because then enemies just start swarming. Yep. So, like, my whole strategy, the entire fucking game is, like, how do I only fight one enemy at a time and essentially just gang up on that one enemy? When it works, it's great. When it doesn't, you know, then I actually have to start thinking. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, more often than not, I had to think because it it doesn't go off without a hitch every yeah. time. 
Oh, I think it's kind of funny because like monsters will just kind of wander aimlessly <laughs> unless you're like, like within the range. Boom. Right. And they're, they're immediately yeah, on you. Beeline. And it's like, it's never, it's never a question of whether or not they have aggroed. It's always like, oh yeah. Yeah. They got, they got me. They're on me. <laughs> Cause it's, it is just straight up. Like that happened to me with, uh, with odd eye. It was like, I'm trying to like clear out all of the trash before odd eye. And it's like, all of a sudden odd eye just, just like yeah. zoom straight forward, yeah. uh, and starts wrecking shop. Yeah. Cause then you get a message saying that like Oddler just suddenly went nuts in Creed's mansion and right. knocked everyone out Destroyed and fled. It. Yeah. The mayor did try to warn you when you leave. He's like, that boy is possessed. And you just kind of hand wave him. You're like, whatever, werewolf mayor. <laughs> yeah, so then whenever it, – it's a sad moment when you have to fight Odd Eye because, you know, he's like, I still remember everything I've been through with you. Man, You're a good person. I must be the only person in the world because, like, I did not give a shit. When they're like, they're like, they're like oh, poor, poor Oddler. I'm like – this guy's a de- this guy's a devil. <laughs> Fucking kill him. He is a devil. Yeah. Don't let don't let him die with dignity. This is a devil. He's got to be like sundered from this earth. Like, like scatter this motherfucker across the four corners of of the world. I just didn't have a connection with him. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't have a, a connection at all with, with Oddler. And yeah. I think honestly it was because I knew from the very beginning that Oddler was not yeah. who he appeared to be. Yeah. And granted, I know he wasn't pretending when he was Oddler. Um, I'm assuming that, and I may have missed this. I'm was Oddler possessed? Was that the kind of thing, or was he just am like amnesia? I think he just had amnesia. Yeah. See, I still can't. I cannot get behind him because it's like, <laughs> motherfucker, you traveled with us, but yet still you're you're loyal to to Zeon. Yeah, because I wonder. I wonder if it's a case of like. Because he looks human. He's the only human-looking one out of everyone. Right. All the devils. So I don't know if he's just someone who sold his soul to Zeon. So, like, he's just... He's bound. Not not shit I can do, man. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get choked up when he died. So. I was the one who was like, throw him to the lions. Destroy this devil. Yeah. Let's bury him up to his neck. <laughs> and then go through with a rotary blade. It's a cool battle when you fight him and like this, he conjures up these glass tiles over lava that yeah. will randomly fall as you walk through it toward, yeah. to get to him. Yeah. It's a be- this game is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I, we, I said it on part one. The game is beautiful. The sound is amazing. The music is wonderful. The truly the amount of polish that's put in this game is astounding mm-hmm. for an a tactical RPG from 1992. Yeah. Uh so you get back to the the summoning chamber and King uh Glam is there waiting for you. Right. Tells you he's taking the gym back and he is 100% possessed. Yep. He is there is no Dana. There's only Zool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like yep. I mean here's he is way gone. It's a it's a rough battle when you fight him. Uh, I like whenever you kill him, he's just astonished because like no one's no one's been no one's beaten me but the gods. Right. So I mean they do a good job of building up how powerful everyone yeah. is, even yeah. including every god yeah. and things like that. So once you once you kill him and then like door slides open and you see fucking jacked Zeon just just he's able to get through just enough and then he summons the you know the most difficult monsters in the game and you're trapped in the middle surrounded. This is the point where all of the animal sacrifices that I made 
really paid off mm-hmm. because I had the best luck with RNG in that last battle. That oh, last yeah. battle was a breeze, man. Oh, damn. And I found um, there are more prism flowers in this fight, but they're called Xeon Guards. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they're flowers that will shoot a laser beam that will hit any enemy that's in its path. Yep. I happen, they happen to line up. Three enemies happen to line up between the prism, the Xeon Guard and my characters. Mm-hmm. And every round, I just kept Peter there. <laughs> Peter did nothing for a while but stay there so that the flower would fire lasers. Yep. And it, it the laser killed three of the enemies. <laughs> because Damn. it not only hit Peter, but it hit those yeah. three as well. And Peter was all loaded up with healing drops. Hit so it's just like, yeah. healing dropped, back to full. Because the, like man, flyers and floaters are super important in the in the last battle. Yeah, yeah. Because Zeon is so big and his area effect is m- massive. Right. So you can only send one person at a time up for melee to hit him, mm-hmm. pretty much. Or except if you have a flyer or floater that can get but to the side or behind him. Or this is another reason I love the centaur, the horse boys mm-hmm. and girls, uh, is because. All of them have range. Oh yeah, you, because you they can throw javelins. they can throw javelins and May can shoot them at range with the yeah. crossbow. Zeon was a Zeon was a very easy fight for me, uh, but I was t- really scared because you know how earlier I was saying the a yellow health bar goes up to a hundred and mm-hmm. then it becomes green up to like two hundred and then it becomes blue. I assume up to three hundred. Yeah, probably. Zeon's health bar. Black. Full black. Black. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had never seen a black He's health bar one. in this game. Yep. <laughs> so, and the first time I attacked him, that motherfucker didn't budge, man. Like, and it was like, oh my God, this, <laughs> this king of the devils has, uh, I'm not hurting him. I was mm-hmm. really worried that I wasn't affecting him. There is a fight earlier on in the game. You fight a giant statue called Taros. Mm-hmm who can only be hurt by a sword called the Achilles sword. Mm-hmm. I thought I was in another situation like that. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be, able- I've killed everything on this map, but Zeon, and I'm not going to be able to kill him because I don't have the weapon that I need. Yeah. Turns out, no, I just was, he just has that many hit points that it was barely registering mm-hmm. every time I hit. So many goddamn hit points. Yeah. And his AOE is, yeah, it's nasty. His demon breath level two, and then he gets, because he doesn't have, he can't move. But to compensate, he has two attacks around, right. and oftentimes he attacks twice. And yeah, it's I, I, it was nasty for me. I think it took me two tries. Frasia with his aura three, mm-hmm. however, yep. which is an AOE heal. Did you get it? Did did you level up, level him up enough to get the attack spell? No, What's yeah, his th- that's his spell? fourth spell. That is a it's a huge offensive boost. Oh no, um, I was using. Um, Karna's boost, the okay. the Master Monk ability. Mm-hmm. Another Final Fantasy Eleven. I was just like, yeah. Every time she'd use it, I would, <laughs> I would picture the earth shattering and like floating up. Yeah. Um, so I was using boost a lot, and then I was using um, at the very end. Um, I had a lot of help playing this game mm-hmm. through Twitch chat. I, I want to give a shout out. I know I did on part one, but I really I need to thank three people specifically: Cirrus mm-hmm. mm-hmm. AF. Killiani and Kefka Time. I, I love I love the username Kefka Time. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Um, as a Final Fantasy VI lover, uh, anybody named Kefka Time is okay with me. They were giving me tips, and at the very end, um, actually, this was in the the special battle, which mm-hmm. I'd also like to talk about. Um, 
Cirrus told me, hey, you you know that ring you've never used? I can't remember the name of it. It's like boost ring or something like yeah. that. It's uh it's a ring that essentially you can use and it boosts the attack power of a character. Mm-hmm. He was like, use that on Peter and then attack. So I did. I used the ring on Peter, and it's like Peter is attacking Zeon. Zeon, mm-hmm. the fucking final boss. And it's like, boom, 96 points of damage, yeah. which is massive it's, for Shining Force 2. Frazier Fra- gets that as a spell. That's his. That's it. Yep. Okay. I mean, it was fucking crazy, dude, because like 96 essentially is almost a full color yeah. of a health bar. That's a huge, yeah, because I, I ended up using it because I, I had that spell that I had him. Use it on Boy and on Peter, and I just send them both up there and just chop away. And then fucking Kazen is a glass mm-hmm. cannon, uh, to <laughs> yep. use a, a Josh Nance of Unicer's fav- <laughs> favorite term. Um, he's, a, he's a sorcerer, which is essentially a summoner in the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. series. Uh, when he got Neptune 2, mm-hmm. that, that fucking summon was doing like 70 to 80 points of damage yep. a pop. Um, I hear Atlas 2 is supposed to be super powerful. I hear that as well, but you have to be like, what, level 40, 40 before yeah. you get it? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Yep, nope. I think I was level 20, 25 to 28. Okay, that's about that's about where I was, too. Yeah. Except for Frasia, I think it was like 29 or 30. I would have loved to have gotten Frasia up um, higher level yeah. than, than he was. Dude... I did not like him at first. I love yeah. this portrait because he is the ugliest person <laughs> yeah. that you can have in your party. <laughs> he is just like, he's like probably, I mean, he's like this middle-aged man who's got like the Friar Tuck haircut, mm-hmm. uh, a bulbous nose. He's got like, he is the angriest of, he's a, he's no offense to, uh, all respect to the dead Walter Matthau, but he's essentially, <laughs> if I were to cast um, someone to play Frasier, it'd be, it'd be Walter Matthau. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think, the hint for me, because Astral tells you, like, no, we need him. He will be a lot of help. I was like, okay, well, you're this is the only person that you've given me a recommendation for. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, he's a badass. Yep. Uh, I loved him. I had, a really, I had a real issue trying to figure out if I wanted to have the three Master Monks, because mm-hmm. I had Sheila, Karna, and Sarah. I was like, do I want all three of those, or do I want to give up one for Frasia? Yeah. And I ended up giving up Sheila yeah. for Frasia. Uh, and I'm glad that I did because Fra- I did not like him at first because I, his heels are weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aura one is kind of yep. garbage. Uh, but yeah, once Aura two and three, Aura two and three yeah. are amazing. Yep. Yeah. Because that was the the May in Shining Force sort of Haja is the equivalent. And then once she's the first one to get the Aura spell, and I was like, holy shit! Yeah. So it's- yeah, once you once you get Aura, like it's that's that's your game changer. I feel like in any Shining Force. Uh, let's see. So you beat Zeon. Yep. Kind of. You weaken him. Yeah. You weaken him, and then um, all of a sudden, King Gallum yeah, comes to. Yeah, he wakes up like, oh, Zeon's gone. Oh. It's broken. Whoa. I'm good. Oh. And he's dying. Yeah. And he says, the princess is there, and you've revived her. And he says, daughter, let me see. Come closer. Let me see. Let me see your face. I'm dying, essentially. Mm-hmm. She does, uh, and he grabs her. Yep. He, he gets evil Gallum face. <laughs> right. And then he starts backing away. And he turns away. into Zeon's face or right. whatever, yeah. And he's like, Bowie, give me that fucking stone. Uh, he doesn't say that. Yeah. Um, at some point, at some point, he does say darn, which I laughed. I was like, <laughs> you're the king of goddamn devils. And you can't say damn, but whatever. It's fine. You're a badass. We get it. You've, trans- <laughs> you've transcended vulgar language. <laughs> 
So um, I don't have to be foul to get my point across. Right, exactly. You're afraid of yeah. me. I have a voca- I have a I have a vocabulary. I'm very smart. <laughs> so um, which I did to all I did say vocabulary. Vocabulary. <laughs> you better say Vulcan on and then went vocabulary. Vulcan. Well, I was actually thinking I was going more like lady parts. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the lady parts. I have a very wide vocabulary. Vol- my vocabulary, <laughs> my vocabulary is great. <laughs> Volvocabulary.com. I'm going to register it right now. Um, Volvopedia. So he, <laughs> damn it. I, I can't, we can't spend, we, uh, don't even try those sites. They're not going to work. So um, Peter and Bowie have this discussion. They decide to give him the stone. Yep. They decide to do it to save the princess. They do it. The king, the, the king is like, you dumb motherfuckers, but he doesn't say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I fooled you. I'm going to... You're king who looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, a drunk Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. A very, very drunk, confused <laughs> Santa Claus. Like, he is on the brink of, like, mm, I mean, this would be pretty easy to usurp this throne. Yeah, I mean, he's <laughs> he's fucking dumb. Your king is dumb. <laughs> Super dumb. Even at the beginning of the game, he's like, oh, what's going on out there? He is essentially one of the kings from Super Mario Brothers 3 who has been turned into a dog. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, shit goes down, um, and Lemon's like, "This is my this is my moment," mm-hmm. and Lemon rushes up there uh, to make things right, and um, King Gallum uh, just makes flame strikes his ass. I yep. mean, just sets his ass on fire, and special fire yes. meant to hurt vampires. Exactly, I thought that was funny too. Oh, can we talk about more Deus Ex Mon- uh, Monica? Uh, uh-huh. Monica from Friends. Deus Ex Monica. Uh-huh. It's the it's the final Monica. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. I co-host podcast. Uh, the Day Sex Monica. That's when Courtney Cox makes an appearance in any movie. <laughs> I have a very, I have a very elaborate vul- uh, vocabulary. <laughs> I have studied all of Courtney Cox's crotch shots, and I can, I can give you dimensions. I can give you temperature. I can give you a. Uh, uh, how do you measure dampness? <laughs> the sexiest level the, of moisture. The, the bounty test. I can give you a bounty test. The quicker picker upper, but it's very different between Friends and Cougar Town. The dimensions are totally different. I haven't. Oh yeah, Cougar Town. I think is a was a great show, but man, the amount of plastic surgery she starts having in Cougar Town, like really, oh man, it's, yeah, man, is it's she all like, plumped up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a shame. She certainly looks cat like. Like it's it's not good. It's not good. Brief tangent. Mm-hmm. We may have talked about this on the show before. Tangent number one. Mm-hmm. The reason I can't talk is because I have been drinking. I don't, <laughs> okay, so now we've covered that. Reason uh, tangent number two. When I when Friends first came out, I was all about Courtney Cox. I was all about Monica. I was yep. like, man, man, what mm-hmm. a what a great looking woman. Mm-hmm. And then Jennifer Aniston stopped wearing a bra. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. oh wow, look at her. Never in my life was I like Lisa Kudrow. But now, mm. now like yeah. in my thirties, I'm like. That's that Lisa. It, Lisa Kudrow is the one. Phoebe's the one. Is is friends like a weird like what the quote about Don Quixote is like? You read each stage of life and it means <laughs> something different to you. As a boy, you in something different. As a teen, it's something different. As a man, it's something different. So in friends, a boy likes a boy likes Monica. Monica a teenager likes Rachel, Rachel, and a man likes Phoebe. Phoebe. That's ex- I think that's exactly it. <laughs> um, but, but my point is Phoebe all the way. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. And it's even weird now because, like, I remember being like in middle school and being like, 
that Phoebe doesn't have her shit together. <laughs> <laughs> and like now, like as a 35 year old man, I'm like, she looks fucking fun as shit. <laughs> what she she chained Mike up in her basement? Okay, yeah, Phoebe. <laughs> right, I'm in. Phoebe. Yeah, 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 fine. yeah. It's fine. What Rachel, you like toes? No, okay, fuck no, Phoebe. Phoebe's good. <laughs> So uh, I can't remember exactly how I got there uh, because I said Monica instead Day of Mon- Monica. Day Monica. <laughs> There's another point in the game. I can't believe we haven't <laughs> talked about this. I can't remember exactly when it happens, but it's like things are like you're in a dire circumstance. Things are about to go horribly, horribly bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've been essentially defeated and an enemy is about to um, get away with whatever whatever nefarious mm-hmm. deed they're trying to do. And this is kind of earlier on in the game, so I apologize. I can't remember the exact situation. There is a point where Astral says, out of the blue, Bowie, you're good at acrobatics. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? He is? This has never been mentioned before, ever. And they're like, Astral's like, you, you. Throw Bowie at the enemy. Really? Are we doing? Are we really going to have a cannonball special here? Uh, and yeah, our fastball special. And then, sure enough, uh, they launch Bowie across the screen, who does a flip uh, and saves the day. Yep. And then, never once again is it mentioned. Never before, and never again do they talk about Bowie's acrobatics. Like I would, I would. We have, can't throw the horse. You're right. and the- <laughs> Well, Sarah's a girl. We can't. Sarah's throw her. a girl. She's just a healer at this right. point. She doesn't have the the magic ball yet. Right. So. This is the '90s, so we can't. We don't actually have to treat her equally. Uh, we could say something about we can't throw her because boobs or something like that. Uh, we're not strong. You might want to fuck her later, we're so right. we're not going to do anything to her. We can't throw a horse. So, yep. Guess who that is? Uh, a boy wants to fuck Sarah. A teenager wants to fuck <laughs> Zeke. A man wants to fuck Jester. <laughs> <laughs> the horse boy. I would, dude, I would have given anything for in this tense moment where uh, King Gollum is possessed by the king of fucking devils and he's blasting lemon with fire that can hurt vampires. I would have given anything for Astral to be like, Bowie, you're good at acrobatics. <laughs> and like, that's how the game ends. They fucking throw Bowie. Or I want to see like the king. Or Zeon sidesteps and boy just, just goes go in the into the hole. void, <laughs> which I assume leads to hell, it's, the I Phantom Zone. It's the yeah, whatever dimension Zeon was sealed to. Yeah, yeah because as because he's got the princess, he's got both the gems, and shit's he's, bad. He's saying like, oh, his power's coming back. Like right. every round, he's his power is like doubling. Right, lemons burning and vampire killing flame. Bowie rushes up. What do the five fingers say to the face? Slap! He slaps the fucking gem out of King Gallum's hand. Yep. And he's like, I guess he's not too worried about it. He's like, yeah. ah, whatever. I'm already powerful enough to fuck all right, you guys Right, exactly. Up. Yep. Um, and then it starts sparkling. Yep. And then the other gem starts sparkling. And the, the light gem puts out the fire on Lemon. Mm-hmm. And Lemon rushes forth. Um, and the king sets him on vampire killing fire again. The gem shines again. Uh, and get, gets rid of the flame on Lemon mm-hmm. again, which I love this part of the game as as contrived as it can be. Mm-hmm. I love this moment in the story because it's like, motherfucking Zeon, you made Lemon unkillable. You made yeah. Lemon immortal. Yep. If you hadn't done that, you could have just killed him instead of just burning him and keeping him kind of 
uh, at yeah. bay with the fire. But because you turned him into a vampire and this gym is getting rid of the fire, he's going to fuck your shit up, yep. which is exactly what he does. Because I like that, yeah, he's set on fire and he doesn't stop. He just keeps coming. You push him back, fire goes away. He doesn't like question it. No. He just immediately charges again, right. fire, charges again, fire. And it happens multiple times. Can I tell you what this was happening? Let me tell you the soundtrack that was going in my mind. The the Naruto. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like, I swear, I was like, Limit's like Naruto. He's just like, you fucking knock him down. He's like, I'm on fire, motherfucker, but I'm going to get you. <laughs> because, yeah, it, it keeps happening until the fire's out, and, yeah, Lemon's able to grab just him. Just drags him to the fucking Phantom Zone. That's yep. essentially what he does. Yep. Um, not before um, possessed. Yeah, doesn't throw him in. No, go, drags him in with him. Yep. Because that's that's Lemon's penance. Plus, like I feel like Bravely Default lifted a little bit from Shining Force too. Because the oh. good ending in Bravely Default is yeah, spoilers. The, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> the the vampire in that game spends his eternity sealing away the evil and bravely default. Right. S- Lemon does the same thing. Lemon's going to go in there with him and make sure he doesn't come back. So I love it. Lemon has I Lemon has I think the best story arc in the game. Yep. That's why Lemon is a frequent per- I threw Lemon into my D&D games. Yeah. I, know, I fucking I, love I Lemon. So Which was extra special for me because yeah. my my Characters have encountered Lemon in mm-hmm. your games before. He, is, so he was, is a constant in most of my games, and uh, I thought it was I thought it was really cool because I was like, oh, I get to meet the inspiration for this NPC that I've mm-hmm. interacted with in the past. He's always like a good NPC to have. He played more the dwarf game than he has any any other game. I have found uh, you just gave me an idea. Stay tuned to the for the next Call of Cthulhu episode. I'm going to use the Captain Crunch whistle. I'm going to call Lemon. Okay. <laughs> All right. I've solved this shit. You call your dad. <laughs> right. Lemon dog. <laughs> Lemon dog. <laughs> Chili dog hates doing it. And he's like, I just saw a fucking Rottweiler turn into a spider. I got to call my dad. Lemon dog. <laughs> Lemon dog. You remember when I left Oklahoma? <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but I need your help right now. <laughs> Can you use your badass vampire powers? To yeah, kill you're, a serial you're unkillable, so you're theoretically <laughs> the same lemon from D and D into this game. Uh, look, uh, I need you to I need you to carry the son son of Sam into hell for me. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, after because when the princess wakes up, what you what I'm glad the game acknowledges it because like you you as the player and the characters, you've been thinking about the princess this whole time, right? But like. You never really knew the princess because she's the princess. Mm-hmm. So when she wakes up, she's like, "Who the fuck? Who are, are you? Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> I don't, I don't know you. Which it takes her two years to wake up because that's oh, the last she's thing poisoned. That's yeah. the last thing essentially that Zeon does is poison her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Matula like, like stops it right because Matula shows yeah. up. Um, she what she says is ah uh, she's poisoned. I don't know how long it'll last. She's only in a coma. She's not dead. I don't know how long it'll last, but you'll know she'll need a kiss to be awakened Mm -hmm. when her face turns pink, (laughs) (laughs) which at this point, it's like, we just had a really cool moment with Lemon, and then it's just like, oh, so she's Sleeping Beauty. So she, how can she be awakened? (gasps) Uh, Rape. Are you guys familiar with Dr. Huxtable? It's like a sweet rape, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she has to be Cosby'd. She will wake up once her true love has Cosby'd her. What do you say, sweet rape? What I hear is like, when like, when like our band name. No, yeah, no, that's come blind fuck slave. Come on, you're right. 
when that's uh, our first album, <laughs> Sweet Rain. <laughs> oh man, we're horrible. I was thinking what happens is when someone kisses her to wake her up, like someone's like peering through the doorway and they're like, Sweet Rain. <laughs> <laughs> like they're rubbing their hands together. Touch your tits before you kiss her, man. Come on. <laughs> have you seen? Know. Have you seen License to Drive? Just take photographs of her while she's in the back seat. It's fine. Oh man. <laughs> hey, wow. that was that was a thing that everyone was cool with in the eighties. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I watched that movie on Netflix like maybe a year ago, and I was like, "Oh, that's horrible." <laughs> I saw this movie as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that I watched I I witnessed the sexual assault when I was nine years old. <laughs> well, because I heard at um at Kenneth's birthday, uh Good Time Gatsby was talking like, I remember yeah, when I was young, I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So I sat down and watched it with my kids. I turned it off about 30 minutes in. <laughs> that movie is not what I remembered. <laughs> How was I allowed to watch it? Yeah. That's one that's where I remember um being amazed that a cartoon character said a swear word. Mm-hmm. With the gorilla bouncer. Yeah. Curse from the Shining Force too. Mm-hmm. So uh, the princess, two years later, mm-hmm. her face turns pink. Yep. Uh, everything is like back in Grand Seal has been rebuilt. Yep. Essentially. You wake up in the bed that you woke, Bowie wakes up in the bed that he woke up in the very beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you kind of get to explore the town a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to the school. Astral's there. And all your classmates, all your school chums mm-hmm. are there. Um, and then they uh, – once you go to the castle. And when you go to the castle, all of your other companions are there. I guess they've just chilled there for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Zink's like, I don't have – I literally have nowhere else to go. Right? Claude and I both. We're, me, Claude, Kiwi, we're monsters. We have nowhere to go. <laughs> right? uh, can you promise us that you won't kill us when this is all over? <laughs> You're done leveling up. The enemies are gone. You don't need <laughs> right? to kill us. I've seen you murder humans, so we just want to check. <laughs> we know you were sad about it after you did it, but still. Uh, and they inform you that the princess's face has turned pink and that someone needs to kiss her. Yep. They need to decide who kisses the princess. Boy argument. Oh, yeah. Who could this be? Jaha yep. wants to kiss her. And some like this is where the game takes a weird <laughs> racist turn because it was like I was I was yeah. playing this and I was like, is this a message? <laughs> Like, is this a weird message? Because they like start getting into, oh, well, you can't kiss the princess because you're a horse boy. Or, you, well, you can't kiss the princess because you're a dwarf. A human has to kiss her because mm-hmm. she's a human. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. What is this What is this about? What are you saying, Sir Astro? We have to keep the bloodline oh, pure. Right, yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> oh, so wait, we send the blonde boy up to kiss the blonde girl? It looked like a goddamn, uh, <laughs> mother- it looked like Game of Thrones up there is what it looked like. <laughs> Just Lannister on Lannister action up in the bedroom when he finally goes up to kiss her. Um, and then there's a... And Sarah's super upset. Sarah is upset yep. because she has a she has a crush on mm-hmm. Bowie, it is revealed. Um, Jaha's upset because he had a crush on the princess, who he doesn't know. <laughs> yep. um, he gets over it real fucking fast, too. Um, and um, then there's a little argument over who's going to go console Sarah. Uh, because Chester wants to do it, but then Kazen does as well. Mm-hmm. And Kazen gives Chester this little bit where he's like, kind of like, you wouldn't understand. I'm assuming because Chester is a centaur, not an elf, like Kazen and Sarah are. Uh, like, it just takes this weird turn. Like, seriously, it was just like, what is the fucking message <laughs> here? I don't think that I like this a whole lot. <laughs> the is like, oh, 
man, we need to do dating. But like, <laughs> I've, oh man, I've thrown a lot of centaurs in this game. <laughs> and I, we can't have people fucking horses. We just can't. Hey, <laughs> hey, Bill, Bill, uh, do children know how big horse cocks are? <laughs> they might, they might. Uh, okay, then I guess these horses can't be getting with uh, uh, human girls, be uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. What about elves? Do we put a special building like in the towns for horses to fuck humans? <laughs> <laughs> like you see, like special stable restraints. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Well, Sarah, Sarah's misbehaved. Send her to the equinasium. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> have 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 him put on his cock limiter. <laughs> so it is decided that Bowie goes up mm-hmm. to kiss the princess Ellis or Elise. Yeah, I think Ellis is how I said it, yeah. And he does, and there's a freeze frame of them kissing for <laughs> an uncomfortable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Also, this was, um, I found this little secret out through chat. Did you know that before you kiss her, that you can check her dresser? No. In her dresser, in her far <laughs> left dresser, you find a scrap of silk uh, that Bowie gets embarrassed about. Oh, Th- her panties. Those would be her panties. <laughs> What is up with Sega and like putting this shit in? Because remember, in Fantasy that's a, Star that's 4? That's a promotional item. When she'll turn. <laughs> right? uh, someone please hack the game where <laughs> <laughs> where you can recruit her. Yeah, give her the panties, and she comes. She goes from princess to queen, and then you kiss her, and the end. Or is it? Mm-hmm. Something we haven't talked about is every time you start the game, every time you continue it, you are greeted by uh, a witch who is stirring a cauldron, and she's breaking the fourth wall talking to you, the player. Yeah. And she says, oh, I recognize you. You're here to continue your journey, blah, 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 blah. And every time you start the game, you see this witch. So after Bowie kisses the princess, the witch appears again and says, and transforms into Matula mm-hmm. and says, thank you, you've, you've freed me. Um, I don't know why she had to trick. I, I don't know why in the very beginning yeah. she couldn't be like, look, dog, I am Matula, but I'm a witch now, and I need you to, I need you to play You need to read game. this book <laughs> right? to me in its entirety, <laughs> and then I can go away. And then I become a beautiful woman again <laughs> and disappear. Also, what I'm going to do is, if you're cool with it, you remember in that story, these two gems were super important. I'm just going to leave them on the ground right here. <laughs> I'm just going to leave them on the mm-hmm. ground because that's how the game ends. It's the two gems just yeah. lying on the ground. See, just see what happens. See what happens. It's no big deal. Vulcan and I are bored. So here are these <laughs> right. gems. Yeah, because, yeah, she takes the gems at the end of the game and disappears. Or what at the whatever she... Oh, right. Living whenever you're away, Yeah, right. she takes them and right. goes away. Because she says she's, she needs them to seal... To seal the devils away yeah. again, which is why it's so disconcerting at the end of the game. They're just <laughs> they're lying there. there on the ground. Like <laughs> someone just dropped a box of pizza and was just like, oh, well, that pizza's no good anymore. And just like went on home. Like that's what Matula does. She's just like, oh, I dropped the gems. Oh, well. Because one well, thing about Ellis, I remember like a moment where everybody is, is like, well, they should get married. Ellis still does not know who you are. No. At all. No. And suddenly, like, yeah, she wakes up, she sees you, she passes back out, she wakes up again to you kissing her. Everybody says that she has to, like, I don't know this man. He he worked for you, so you have, you you have, have to, to marry, marry him. him. I'm so sorry. He gets to fuck you. He killed he oh, killed a devil god. That's his privilege as a man who yep. rescued you. Yep. I'm she sorry. Do what he wants. <laughs> uh, oh, you don't disagree? We'll talk to this old man wizard. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want this one, we have a horse boy and a dwarf. So <laughs> Our point- I think you're going to want to go with the Aryan <laughs> Prince over here. 
I think our point is the end of this game has a lot of weird messages. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Pretty solid to the end. And it's like they, they were out of time. They were like, yo, did you forget this was the 90s? We're going to remind you. <laughs> oh, man. And then. Yep. So it says the end. Mm-hmm. And the gems are sitting there. Wait a couple of minutes. And then a message appears that says something along the lines of, and there's more? Like, a, and there's a question mark. And when you press a button, you are taken to a special battle. Uh, I did not know about oh, this. Oh, man. I did you, not know about this. Well, you should. You just recently played it. Yeah. I recommend that you do this battle. Okay. Um, here's what it is. So you open it. It is a battle where all of the enemies are every boss from the game. So instead of it being oh, regular man. enemies, you fight uh, Gizmo, the Mist Demon, you fight Willard, the Rat, uh, you fight <laughs> the Prism Flowers, you fight uh, Adai, you fight Gesh, you fight uh, Camila, Zalbard, you fight Zeon, and um, anybody else who I'm forgetting, Every, uh, Red Baron, which is a nightmare mm. in, in this battle. Um, you fight all of them essentially at once. Damn. Uh, and then the uh, really cool part is the map is shaped like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The battle doesn't matter at all. It's just for fun. Like yeah. there's no story element to it at all. Um, it is just 100% for fun and it is hard. I did complete it, but with like only five people left. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, it was difficult. Um, surprisingly, Zeon, I thought was the easiest to kill, uh, because unlike when you fight him for real, real in the story, yeah. uh, this time you can attack him from the left, the right and the front. So uh, there's, there's more space around him. him. So you okay. can surround him and just beat the fuck out of him. And he still doesn't move. Yeah. Um, but the red Baron, he like claimed the lives of three of my party members. And it was just, just using like the dark sword. Yes. Using the dark, he attacked four times. I think three of those times were dark sword. He got, and like my heart broke when he got Sarah because Sarah was like one of my most powerful characters. Yeah, and it's like yeah, just man. boom, goodbye healer. And then Karna had died as well. I got through that with just with just Frasia. Damn, I recommend it's fun. Yeah, I recommend no, yeah, I recommend that. that you do it because you got it for one hundred percent completion, right? Yeah, that's true. I need to go back and do that other battle too. That's by the Elven Town. I heard about that. I didn't do. I that. went in and got fucking wiped out. Really, it's tough because I walk in. I walked in about the same time like that. I was at that point in the game, which and, is early, and they were like eighty points of damage, eighty points of damage. Oh so, shit! Yeah. yeah, that's no good. That's how I was when I fought the Kraken. But I know you get an item that mass like mass heals your whole party. That's cool. Is it um is it a healing rain? Healing rain and then is there one for MP2? Some like there's something special there. Um healing rain I found out from Cirrus in Twitch chat at I think level 40 or somewhere in the 30s, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um sorry, but Frasia gets healing rain as a spell where it's just like everybody everybody on the map full that must be Aura 4 then. Um, it is, Yeah, I think it is Aura 4. And Damn. it costs um, 20 MP. It's a fucking steal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Mm. So I love this game. I'm very, very glad to hear I that. I loved it. I loved it. I do feel like, I'm not going to lie, 50 hours in, I was ready to finish it. Uh, but, I did, but I did love it still. And yeah. I do honestly think that if I didn't have to play new games... Different games for the show that I yeah. would probably play Shining Force 2 again soon. I love that. I'm so, so glad. So yeah. glad. 
It was fun. And I part of me regrets not having played it earlier, but honestly, talking to you about it now as mm-hmm. an adult with the with the emotion that I have, with the passion that I have yeah. for this game is really cool. Because that is not a feeling that I get often as a 35-year-old Yeah. Dude. Well, you you had a bold statement the other day. I did, which I'm afraid to say because <laughs> I know this is blasphemy, but... I don't think it's blasphemy. I'm, I back you on it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. People aren't going to like it. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yep. I think Shining Force 2 is better than Final Fantasy 4. Eat it, Matt Barker. <laughs> fucking eat it. I, fucking, th- fucking cut that up and I, eat it. I am not fucking. saying it to be... I'm not saying it to be a contrarian. <laughs> it's just... I don't think it's a better story. Oh, it's not a better story, but it's more fun to play. But I do think it's more fun to play, yeah. and I think it has more weight than Final Fantasy yeah. IV has. Everybody coming... Spoilers for Final Fantasy IV. Everybody coming back oh, to life at the it. end of Final Fantasy IV straight up cuts any weight that yep. that game built. It yep. does. It just destroys it. Yep. Nothing matters anymore. It's like at the end of Shining Force 2, if like while you were all sitting in that throne room, if like the throne shook... And then moved to the side and like Lemon crawled out. That's like, man, found my way out. Lemon crawls out. He's like, oh, man, I just had this crazy dream. And then it cuts the end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I do. I I had more fun with Shining Force 2 playing it for the first time than I did replaying Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. 4/2 for for our show. Um, I did. I think it's a really, really solid game. And even though I don't think the story is as good, the dialogue in this game is is really good. And the amount of polish on it, like yeah. it looks better in every way. Characters interact a lot frequently, mm-hmm. and you kind of get to see the personality of characters, which I don't feel like you really got to see a lot in other RPGs that came out in 1992. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do think that this game did a lot of really, really cool stuff. Uh, that was cool then and still holds up today. Mm-hmm. They did a lot with a little. Yeah, I agree. you have any achievements? I do. I have a couple achievements. Yeah. Uh, I know we're going kind of long. Uh, that's fine. But here we go. We both we both love this game. Yeah. Yes. So we, we deserve it. Go easy on us. Even though I just blasphemed all over. <laughs> all, all up in your ears. Here's my first achievement. Credit, Time Lord Josh Edwards. Zinc to the past. Zinc being the robot from the past. In order to unlock Zinc to the past, you need to beat the special battle on the Sonic the Hedgehog map with Zinc in your party. Okay. It also helps if you're eating a chili dog at the time. (laughs) My second achievement. Oh, for God's sake, Niles. (laughs) In order to unlock. Oh, for God's sake, Niles. You need to win a battle with only Frasia standing at the end. (laughs) (laughs) It's tax not bad. You can do that. You can also unlock that um, by when you get Kiwi, you name him Niles. <laughs> Pretty good. Yep. Uh, my third achievement is credit goes to Kyle. We can be heroes forever and ever. Uh, in order to unlock we can be heroes forever and ever, uh, you can either promote Bowie from Swordsman to the hero class mm-hmm. Um, or you can play David Bowie's heroes at any point in time <laughs> while you have not renamed the hero who is Bowie. Yeah. Uh, my fourth achievement, fourth and final achievement is Sick Burn Jaha. <laughs> and in order to unlock Sick Burn Jaha, you need to promote Jaha to the class Burn. 
which is Baron. <laughs> it's B R N. Yeah, some of the abbreviations are pretty. <laughs> They're horrible. Yeah, most of the most of the abbreviations, except for hero, are pretty. Yeah, they're like a second language. <laughs> Let's see, because I've got five. Nice. Uh, Lay them on me. My first one. It brought the pilgrims. And you unlock that by using May to kill a prism flower. Nice. Nice. Uh, the other one is revenge. Now let's never mention this again. And you unlock that by killing the Red Baron with Sheila. Because she says the Red Baron killed, killed her, her husband. husband. She's going to kill him. But it's never addressed at any point. Like I had, I made sure I did. I had Sheila go up to the killing blow. Yeah. Lemon joins your party. Everything's cool. Nothing ever is mentioned again. Chester got the killing blow on Zeon for me, which I just thought was kind of funny, especially at the end where Chester's like, oh, I should kiss her. <laughs> I killed the devil. God. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. You're a horse boy. You belong in the equinarium. <laughs> you can horse charge a god and kill it, but you, you can't no, kiss I'm a sorry. human. That's not right. You don't want to give up all your sweet uh, stretching duties in the equinarium, do you? <laughs> Look, if you marry the princess, you can't do that. Bring me all the tight ones for Chester to, <laughs> for Chester to stretch them. Astral bring Chester them to the me. stretcher. Oh, no. Geese arm? Geese a fuck you. And <laughs> that is, you unlock that when the geese arm insta kills an enemy. Geese arm? More like jizz arm. Just, am I right? Just, <laughs> and you come on player two's arm. Uh, oh. Yes, I go can ahead. achieve it. Go it ahead. Is, it is called it is called Jizz Arm, and in order to unlock Jizz Arm, you have to find Claude's arm. Nice, which I'm sure is the one that he uses to jerk it. So right, yep. that's why uh, he's mad. Just right. sitting in that. We didn't even talk about dimension. That. That's how you get Claude the Golem by bringing yep. him his arm. Yep, it's super weird. It's because super hard you have, to pick up. Yep, you have to click on it, and the way you haven't done anything for the whole game, you can't use the shortcut to pick yep. it up. You have to go into the menu and select. Search just to pick it up. Really weird, but it's yeah, dumb. you pick it up, then you the little like interdimension gateway thing that you can travel back and forth with the continents. Yeah, he's just like I'm stuck here until I find my arm. It, my least favorite thing about Claude is his overworld sprite has a butt crack. <laughs> like that was it has not only does it have a butt crack, it has a roll of back fat, and it's like <laughs> homie, you're a golem. Someone built you this way. Yeah. Like, but it's just a jerk. Some, yeah. Someone made a decision where it's like, uh, Frank, should I put a butt crack on this thing? They call they call me fat. <laughs> right? Well, fine. I will build a fatter man <laughs> so that I am the second fattest build, man. I will build the fattest butler in existence. I am not the fattest boy, mother. I will build you the fattest boy. <laughs> I will name him Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Let's see. And Claude then, Belvedere. <laughs> And we break this in honor of Breath of the Wild. And that is, you get that when you break five items. Ooh, right. And we, had, we didn't talk about breaking items. Yep, special items that you can use that have spell effects. You can use them like once or twice where they get cracks. Use them one more time, they break, they're gone. That's it. You can repair them when they're cracked. Yep. I hear. I yeah, only used I only used one of those items at the very end because I hoard. I items. did a few times. And the last one, so fucking metal. And you unlock <laughs> that. <Kyle> Blackthorn. <laughs> <laughs> Find and equip all the cursed weapons. Nice. Yeah, we didn't talk about the cursed weapons either. Yep. Because they're kind of like, meaningless. Dark sword, 
like some of them have like bad effects like you don't want to fuck with them like it's great for the red baron to have the dark sword he's not going to have the curse effects but like if you have it sometimes you'll like skip a turn or your defense goes way the fuck down and all sorts of negative shit right. to having a curse weapon right and by the time you get a lot of the curse weapons you already have your mithril ovens yeah so it's just kind of like oh no this is just going to take up a spot in my inventory. Yeah. Cool. You don't have to have it equipped to use it, so that's why I still kept the dark sword on Lemon. So if I could reach someone, uh, may as well give it a shot. Nice. So that's all I got. That's all I got. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have a few important questions mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. The first of which, if you were to give this game a beard, man, this feels good. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't it's been a while. Oh, I haven't <laughs> asked this in a long time. I haven't used this tone of voice in a while. Not not since I paid that doctor to stick things in your wiener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, just tell him it's not. You're just going to numb it up. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, wait. Okay. 30 seconds is 100 bucks. What a, what a 200 get me? <laughs> 60 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Can you get something as thick as this urethral yeah, plug right. and just like jam it in there? Uh, I'd like to offer up Exhibit A. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, Shining Force 2, mm-hmm. what kind of beard would you give it? I would have to give it an artful mosaic beard made up of all your favorite coloring book pages you finished as a kid. Oh, my goodness. So it's just pretty and it's meaningful from uh-huh. being a kid and it's still cool. You made it adult even though it's a kid thing. That's your beard. All con- you can color all the horse boys you want. You, all of them. You can color your horse boy whatever color you want. <laughs> it's 2017. Yeah. It's Wizard of Oz. Horse can be, they can be any color. Horseman can marry the princess. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> They're no longer confined with equinariums. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. Thank you for doing the show with me. Thank you for making this show happen. We both make this show happen. Yeah. It was your idea though. But yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I have another important question mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would have to give it the shoebox with a hole poked in it that you use in <laughs> Middle school to look at an eclipse. Uh-huh. We got one of those coming up. Oh, do we? Oh, yeah, we have a total eclipse coming oh, all up. All right. Mm-hmm. So that way you can see how cool it is without hurting yourself. As an adult, because you spend way too much time and hurt yourself. I like it. I made that one up because I forgot to write in glasses. Because <laughs> <laughs> right as you said that tone, I looked down. I did beards and I didn't do glasses. Shit. That's fine. Guess who's looking up how much this game is on Amazon <laughs> right at this moment. It's been a while. <laughs> No, I'm just in character. I'm playing Chili Dog tonight. <laughs> I feel like Chili Dog wouldn't look up how much this game is on Amazon. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have one more question for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. If you were to buy this game, Shining Force 2, used for the Sega Genesis on Amazon right now, how much do you think you'd pay for it? Well, just as games aren't usually as expensive, I feel like this is fairly popular. It's released in Sega Smash Packs. Um, so I'm going to say $16. Tyler. Actual value of Shining Force 2 for the Sega Genesis. Genesis? I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's probably the rum. <laughs> Used for the Sega Genesis at the time of this recording mm-hmm. on Amazon is $52.75. Damn. I did not expect it to be that expensive. There Jesus. are there are other options, um, but they're higher than that. 50 Right now, at the time of this recording, the lowest price... Shining Force 2 is $52.75. I think that's a testament to how good the game is. That you can still get it. You still, it's worth retail price. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's on Steam. Like you can get it and Fancy Star 4 in the same cheap bundle on Steam. 
You can do that. You can. You can do I'd that. I'd recommend it. That is a thing you can do. <laughs> uh, I didn't do that, but I was thinking about this today earlier. Mm-hmm. That this is no joke. I'm going to I'm gonna buy it. I finished it already, but I'm going to buy it on Steam. Uh, and the next time I play it, I'll play it on Steam. Like, I mean, I feel like I need to send a message to somebody somewhere that I enjoyed this game yeah, enough awesome. to, to give a little money. I, it's a fucking steal on Steam for how much did you say it was? Like two dollars or it something. It was like, like that? I bought it on Steam, so it was super cheap. It's not much. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna buy it on Steam. Yeah, because it's it's worth it. I'm not gonna buy it on Amazon. I'm not gonna spend fifty six dollars on it. But. I know. And then I just saw today that. It sucks. It's only in the PlayStation Three PlayStation Store, but Suikoden Three is like three bucks right now. Really? Yeah. I want to play the Suikoden games too. We've talked about yeah. that. Yeah, it's good. I think Suikoden. I think Suikoden Two will crack your crack your list as well. Mm. It's a tough nut to crack. Uh, let's see. I have some house cleaning. Yeah, let's 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 clean house for the next hour. Yep. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we recorded a Patreon episode that's going to drop on Friday. Yep. Uh, it's an all call show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hear that, go to patreon.com slash tadpog, mm-hmm. throw in a buck, you'll get it, and you'll get all the all the bonus episodes. Copious episodes. Done. Copious amounts. Uh, and also, the reason I mention that is because I want you to donate to Patreon. I also, uh, in that episode, we also talk about giving titles out to people who need titles. Mm-hmm. One of those people was Chris Vaughn. Yep. I have a recommendation for for Chris. Yeah, Vaughn's you don't title. want to go with Big Dick Chris Vaughn. I forgot that we settled on that. Oops. <laughs> we'll let him decide. Okay. Okay. Can we do that? Yep. I I totally forgot. <laughs> I might have been drinking on that episode too. <laughs> um, okay. So Chris, you let us know. Do you want to mm. be Big Dick Chris Vaughn or or this is what I came up mm. with today? Pie Baker. Chris Vaughn. He's the nation's pie baker uh, because this dude makes some sweet ass That's shit true. with raspberry yeah, pies. Yep. I just sent him a hoary arcade stick <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that he is going to put a, a raspberry pie inside. He's going to add an additional USB port to the to the arcade stick. He's going to add an HDMI port to the arcade stick. So I can just plug this hoary arcade stick into a TV and just play Fighters and Brawlers. That's fucking. I've seen the shit that he's made. It's fucking. It's amazing. amazing. Yep. It's amazing. So we'll leave it up to him. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you, you one or the other, or Big Dick Pie Baker. Big, <laughs> that makes it sound like he bakes pies with big dicks inside of it. <laughs> hey, who's that guy selling pies out in front of the Equinarium? <laughs> Why are all the horse boys? Uh, Where all the horse boys go? <laughs> They're fucking those pies, man. <laughs> uh, and also. I want to thank some people that need to be thanked. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, uh, we have since we've been doing the Call of Cthulhu episodes, we haven't had a chance to thank a lot of our donors uh, because we've been c- trying to keep with uh, yeah. building a tone for yeah. that game. So I've got we've got some catching up to do. I need to thank the following people. Oh, this just goes back so far, <laughs> so far. Oh my God, we're back in May. I'm still scrolling. All right, I think this is the beginning. I tell you what, listener, if you feel like I have left you out, please let me know. Uh, and we will thank you because you need to be thanked. Okay, I'd like to thank Tadpog, Santa, Akimi, Kana Hall for upping her donation significantly back in May. Uh, Kanaha, thank you very, very much. Uh, I would like to thank Persona Warrior Cody uh, for upping his donation. Uh, Cody, thank you very, very much. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I'd like to thank Michael May I Come. 
uh, for upping his donation. Uh, thank you very much, riding that dollar train. Uh, I would also like to thank Trash Bear Joseph E. Willard III uh, for upping his donation. Thank you very much. I would like to thank Joey Webster, who needs a title. I feel like we might have talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we've given it to him. Uh, we need to work on that. Yep. Uh, so Joey, uh, thank yeah, you very much. Youngest listener. Yeah, the youngling. Yeah. Youngling, youngling Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like Podling. Podling, podling. Joey. Nice. <laughs> uh, I would like to thank... Uh, pa- Padawan, Padawan. 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 Oh. <laughs> uh, I like it. Padawan Joey. Uh, I'd like to thank Chris Dixon for upping his donation significantly. Capsaicin Czar. Capsaicin Czar, Chris Dixon. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to thank... Platinum member Brett Miller uh, for upping his donation significantly. Brett, thank you so much. I would like to thank Frederick Snyder uh, for upping his donation. Riding that dollar train. Uh, I would like to thank, uh, once again, Yuri Executive Producer, Janie. I can't remember where we landed mm-hmm. on that. Uh, for uh, creating YouTube the... Frederick Snyder also sent a postcard, so we need to work on a name for him as well. Oh, yes, you're right. Uh, so, Janie, once again, thank you very much for doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. The, all the work that, that has been put into it, like, she's doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, she's putting all of our... She's working on putting all of our back episodes up on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then that's that's really cool. With video add-ons and making it all fit, and it's yeah. just amazing. That's a thing amazing. that neither of us wanted to do. No. So it's it's awesome that someone else uh, volunteered to do yeah. it for us. Uh, I'd like to thank my cousin David uh, for upping his donation significantly. Uh, David, thank you very much. I know Shining Force 2 is uh, one of your favorite games, so I hope you mm. enjoyed these episodes. Uh, I'd like to once again thank Platinum member Brett Miller. Riding that dollar train. I would like to thank Golden God Alex Pena uh, for upping his donation. Mm, damn. Significantly. Damn. He done did it again. Mm. Try to stop him. He can't. Um, he is almost to the point where I kind of want to be like, you're giving, you're giving too much. <laughs> <laughs> we are not worth this much. We are not. We appreciate it. But I, mm, man, you are very, very generous. Thank you, Golden God. Uh, I would like to thank Gentle G. Mm-hmm. Uh, for recently upping his donation uh, considerably. Thank you very much, Matt. Uh, I would like to thank... Ooh, this just says Chris, so I'm not sure which Chris it is. We, <laughs> we have, have several. several Chris's. I am going to assume that it is Pinball Archmage Chris Edler. Okay. Uh, thank you very much for uh, upping your donation, Chris. Um, if I am wrong, someone please uh, someone please correct me. I'd also like to thank Kyle Pertlebaugh, uh for upping his donation significantly. Thank you very much. Kyle actually got us. He pushed us over mm-hmm. the capsaicin limit. Uh, we mentioned this in the bonus episode, but we need to mention it also in the, uh, in a regular episode. Uh, we reached our Patreon goal of $400 per month, which means that we need to deliver on the promise of us recording with video, mm-hmm. us, uh, a stunt essentially where we take pure capsaicin. Uh, and I really want to stream it and play a game while we do it. Perfect. Love it. Uh, so we'll actually, I think we're going to stream that on YouTube. We will, um, It'll be a private stream. We'll give the information to our Patreon donors. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking we make it a video that is just uploaded to Patreon that anybody who's donated can watch in the future. I just think it's – that'll be – whenever we get the capsaicin, I feel like that will be the bonus episode of that month. Okay. Uh, I'd also like to thank uh, Big Dick Pie Baker. (laughs) (laughs) 
Chris Vaughn uh, for his donation. Thank you very much. I would like to thank uh, Douglas from Better Made mm-hmm. uh, for upping his donation significantly. Thank you very much, Douglas. I would like to thank scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Golden God Alex Pena. Yeah. Done fucking did it yeah, again. It's nuts. Done fucking did it again. Mm. Increased his donation. Alex. Substantially. You, you, substantially. You beautiful man. Yeah. I think I, I think I think he needed to be promoted again. Okay. What do you what do we do? God Emperor. God Emperor. God Emperor Alex, Alex Pena. Pena. Holy shit. Um, thank you so much, man. You are you are donating significantly. Yeah. You, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I would I would also give Kyle that uh, praise, which he deserves for pushing us over to four hundred. Mm-hmm. But he was completely transparent with me and was like, "I'm only doing this for a month." That's why. That's why he is the edge lord. <laughs> He's the edge lord. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you very much, uh, edge lord Kyle and God Emperor. God Emperor. Golden God Emperor. That's next. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the edgelord now? I think it's you, Tyler. <laughs> uh, golden, oh, I'm sorry, God Emperor, God Emperor Alex Pena. Thank you so much, dude. You're, uh, you are fucking. Yeah, that's a, unbelievable. You are an amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing person. Uh, thank you so much for supporting yeah. us. Yeah. What else do we need to do before we end this extremely long episode? Um, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, YouTube, Patreon, Patreon. Twitch. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next time we will be back to Call of Cthulhu. Awesome. Part six. Something. Yep. Um, let's see. We're on Instagram, typog underscore podcast. Uh, let's see. If you want to mail us something like Chris Edler did, that you can send that to Tabbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box 3785, Kentucky, 42002. If you want to see the solar eclipse with us, mm-hmm. I'll get those dates to you. You can come down to Paducah. We got like so, so many seconds. So many shoeboxes just lined yeah. up. Oh, man. We have so many seconds to totality. It's going to blow your mind. <laughs> uh, so if you want to call us, you can, because uh, we're doing those on all call shows, you can send uh, call us at 270-883-2555. Tyler, dude. How fucking amazing would it be if the pure capsaicin came in before the solar eclipse and we could we could do that episode during the solar <laughs> we eclipse? Had to, we had to play a game, take capsaicin, look through a shoebox at the eclipse. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that is like we could we could summon an elder god, like if we if we eat pure capsaicin. Quit reading the mod for Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> If Chili Dog takes pure capsaicin while calling his vampire dad during a total eclipse, <laughs> I feel like we've got this game solved. It's true. We summon the Zodiac Killer to take care. Oh yeah, yeah there you go. To take care of the son of Sam. <laughs> How do you take on a giant Mecha Barbra Streisand? <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I just I'm just trying to think of two, two giants. How do you take on right. a giant son of Sam, a giant Zodiac Killer? <laughs> Uh, let's see. We're forgetting stuff. I know it, but our theme song is "Moves" by Sigmore Drive. We'll do that track and on the channels at tabog.com. Think, think we're good. Yeah. So, how you want to close this out? Uh, like Matula as a witch. Okay. So until next time. Hi ho.
Hey everyone, are you looking to spend some hot time with some hot boys? Do you like men in their 30s? One sort of pudgy, one skinny. Between the two of us, we have one tattoo. Do you like tattoos? Do you like to spend time with sweaty hot boys? In the equinarium. In the equinarium. Then why don't you check out suicideboys.fun. We think you'll love it. Again, that's suicideboys.fun. We'll see you there. I loved that. Can I tell you something that is my new absolute annoyance? There is a pop under ad now on a lot of porn sites mm-hmm. where it's a it's just a guy talking to you, and it's oh you've experienced this I, yeah 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 it's yeah. like it's like I'm loading something up and it's like all right this is great this is great and all of a sudden it's like hi I'm Craig can you tell me about the pornography you're watching. <laughs> That never happens on Suicide Boys. Not fun. No, never. (laughs)